Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. I'm Jeff. I'm Mike. I'm Rick. And you we just guys, fucked. you fucked me in the ass. <laughs> I love it. Oh, now, now, now. Wow, it is <laughs> November 7th, 2014. And I'm with a couple of asshats. You, fu- you know, I've been waiting this... What are we on episode twenty four now? I've this is twenty five. This is this is our uh, what is it? Silver anniversary Ooh, or something? Like that. Did you guys get me something? Yeah. I got. You I something did. Right we got you beer. <laughs> <laughs> I had been waiting for him to give me a long enough pause to interrupt for twenty five <laughs> episodes. I just wanted to do that the entire time. He was always just a little and bit too quick it. for me. Today it finally happened. <laughs> Dear diary, this was a good day. I win. I took Mount Jeff. <laughs> oh, Mount Jeff. Yeah, Hamburger Hill over here. <laughs> <laughs> so we just got drinking uh, the old schoolhouse road root boy. Root boy. No, I'm, I'm still Let drinking it. Shit up. I'm yeah. catching up with you guys. Yeah. And I like it. What did you guys think of it? It's amazing. I thought it was really good, and then he said it was an Imperial, and I thought it was that much better. No, it's not. It's just Rude Awakening IPA. It's just a regular IPA. I thought it was Imperial just by the taste. Yeah. Just taste it. It's it's pretty close, but I was going to say for an Imperial, it wasn't very sweet, which I appreciate, but if it wasn't... Now now my whole argument for it has blown away. Yeah. It doesn't make it any less of a beer. It's very light for a light-colored for a... My uh, my uh, making that up is that me being the beer noob here with the uh, it's very light no, IPA. It or, looks like an IPA color to me. But yeah, is yeah, that, it looks perfect. Yeah, it's yeah, caramely and okay, it is. It's not going to be Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, come on. Ooh, Pepsi. That's Pe- this of, is the color of Pepsi right here. Speaking mm-hmm. of Pepsi, did you see this Pepsi mariachis I posted mm. on Facebook? I yesterday? did not see yeah, the Pepsi yeah. mariachis. Yeah, it turns what? out that the Pepsi has a their own in-house mariachi band. Why don't we have that? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's because they're expensive. I looked them up once. Because yeah. she doesn't expensive. like. Mama doesn't like that. Fuck kind of music. mama. <laughs> Fuck mama. I'm Not only that, give her a fucking sombrero. <laughs> they were really good mariachis. It wasn't even like they were a half-ass band. They were they were serious good stuff. And they you mm. know they go around to like store openings, um, like in Southern California, where Pepsi's trying to move in on on the uh, Latino market, right? Oh, okay. So if they open up a Latino grocery store, yeah, because it's all Coke down there. Because all Coke, it's right? All Coke for, for for Latinos, Mexicans, Guatemalans, Ecuadorians, Brazilians. Yeah. It's all Coke. All the time. I was going to ask, what's or why Javito. would Pepsi have a mariachi band, and what would what would the I don't I'm not getting the connection, but now I now I get it. And it's funny because it's not as cool if they're using that. So they they keep it around for marketing reasons, and so it's not as cool. Suddenly, it would have been kind of cool as a bit of trivia if they just have a mariachi band for some reason, and nobody knows why. I mean, they just, hey, but their last they album just, was awesome. Did you hear it? I think no. it was called Pinche Pepsi Way. <laughs> I'm. Betting not Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi. You so what do they gentlemen do have them? a Pepsi. Do they just they just send them around from to all the places in in the area? To, yeah, like yeah. At the grocery store openings or whatever. And I that's, mean, that's they, funny. You know, I thought it was funny, and then they zoomed in, and they've got 
the Pepsi logo like on the on their uh, on their shirts yeah. and everything because I thought they had really cool uniforms and the guy the guys that were singing were great they're fantastic mariachis I mean it's not, yeah. not some half-assed band yeah but you look in at, at you know. You look in at their their uniform and they've got Pepsi logos all over it. <laughs> it's like the Pepsi superhero I mariachi band. I they need if, a comic book. Yeah. So what, what you're saying is it looked like the NASCAR of Mexico. Yes. <laughs> well, I wonder. I wonder if that's working for them. I wonder if they're actually gaining any um, market share in, yeah, in the you, area. You know what? I don't know. You, they probably don't. You know. It seems it's a uh, win-win. For on everybody. one hand, it's nice that a company will actually acknowledge that there's some. Maybe some group of people, even whatever the ra- reason, race or any other reason, you know, and they'll try to cater to them. On the other You've hand, you've never it seems left this country, of, have you? <laughs> yeah, I have, but not not extensively. Um, on the other hand, it seems like Canada a little bit, little count. bit condescending. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like all Latinos or all Latino or or whatever. They, yeah, why they, not? Why they not? Like. Why not a Pepsi Mexican hip hop band? Yeah, yeah. So I mean I don't know. Seems like it has the potential to backfire big time if you know if people view it as a kind of a condescending. Yeah. Well, you have to remember Coke and Pepsi both have corporate headquarters in Mexico as well. So of course they pander to that because that's what sells. In fact, one of the funniest commercials was a Pepsi commercial. Like, God, I remember blind guy. uh, God, I can't remember now. Yeah. I can't remember the the exact commercial. Blind guy with a dog, and it was uh, it was awesome. It was an awesome commercial, and it was seriously Mexican, and it was a Pepsi commercial. Yeah, you know, and they so they are they are they are that. they do they have their uh, headquarters there for? I mean, their their main corporate headquarters is no, they're Mexico? they're Latin American headquarters. Oh, I see. Okay, I was going to say it's um that's where they hold all their Latin American headquarters. Oh, okay. essentially gotcha. in is in Mexico. Yeah. Because my uh, my brother in law worked for Coke for a while. He also worked for Nabisco. Guy has more has had more jobs than I have underwear. But uh, <laughs> and he so always, he's he had always five gets, jobs. Like, <laughs> MyPackage dot com once again. <laughs> <laughs> but he he worked for Nabisco and shit. I mean, yeah. even Beto I think worked for like Nabisco or Hostess or one of those one of those brands that come from here. But yeah, their their big headquarters is there. So. Hmm. Interesting. What about? See, that's funny though. Cause I thought I thought the thing that was cool around here is we've gotten Bimbo, the the bread Bimbo, company. Yeah. They they bought out the American company Bimbo. here, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, so this is the last. It's owned by Slim. You know, he's like number two or three richest person in the fucking planet. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was cool not only that they would come here, but that they, they would market as themselves. Right? They didn't they didn't keep the company name. The one that they bought it was it Gaze or something. I, I don't remember. But I don't. I don't you see remember. the trucks all over the place now, yeah. and the bread is just everywhere. And it, yeah, you know, it's it's great. It's bimbo. Yeah, it's, bimbo. it's basically Wonder Bimbo. Bread of Mexico. Yeah, That's all it is. Bimbo. 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 Yeah, it's, That's not how I pronounce it. <laughs> Is that actually the pronunciation? Yeah. Bimbo. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it looks like bimbo, which always kind of yeah. cracks me up when I see that. On I, I remember I used to call them bimbo dogs, but it, you'd leave the bar like at 4 or 5, 6 in the morning, yeah. and there'd always be the, inevitably the cart there with the, the dude selling hot dogs and the hot dogs. It was always a bimbo cart. Bimbo <laughs> on the okay. side. When I hear bimbo cart, <laughs> I think it's like Sounds like my else. kind of cart. <laughs> you know, I hey, can I get two skanks? <laughs> Hey, don't knock skanks. They're fun. Are you skanks- don't feel too good about yourself the next day, but they're fun while it lasts. Are skanks technically bimbos, though? No, no, they're skanks. They're yeah. skanks. There's a difference so between bimbos. bimbo and a skank. What is a bimbo? Okay, she comes from the, the difference 1950s. between a bimbo and a skank, yeah. a skank will do just about anything because she's a skank. A bimbo will do just about anything because she really doesn't know better. So the bimbo's oh. kind of the dumber one, so right? It's like the- 
So skanks are smart, is what you're saying. <laughs> I think. I think they're more self-aware. Yeah. And, a little more you know, savvy. I think they were the first, uh, what do you call those, the, the douchebags that are really into irony? Are we bimbo shaming now? No, we're not bimbo shaming. <laughs> No, we'd have to travel back. We'd have to travel back into like the 1950s to actually shame any bimbos. I don't think that. Do, well, do first of all, first of all, they'd anymore? have to feel like we were higher than so, them, yeah. right? I mean, you know, coming yeah. from someplace so much lower than them, yeah, it sure just falls Ooh. right off their back. Maybe it's an evolutionary <laughs> scale or ladder. Maybe the oh. bimbos became skanks. We there don't know. We don't know. There you go. But you know, don't knock skanks. I think they're just self-aware. I think they're, they're the. Uh, they could what are be they called. What are they called? The guys that are into irony and shit. They the could be mutants. Portland. Portland. Oh, Portland? Hipsters. hipsters. Yeah, they're, the, yeah. they're like, they're, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're the original hipsters. That's all. Of the skanks. They're not oh, into they irony. are the original they're hipsters. hipsters. Yeah. Yeah. They're not into irony anymore. It's, yeah. it's not cool. No, it's anymore. past that. <laughs> now they're just into... Uh, now uh, irony has gone mainstream. It's not cool anymore. Well... <laughs> They're into to you know wearing. Well, as soon as they they, add they're wearing, they're, they wear clothes that are three sizes too small, <laughs> and usually have tramp stamps in places where most people don't. That's all. <laughs> I don't see very many of them. There was like a time about what two years ago where you'd see them all over the place. Now you it work in like a newspaper. Kind of a, I work in a casino. Hey, I, I have my office. <laughs> my office overlooks one of the more interesting parts of downtown Bellingham. Come so to the I casino could... anytime between the hours of twelve midnight yeah. to about eight a.m. Yeah. Come on in. There's a herd. They just kind of travel around the casino. They meander about like a herd of something. But what do they do in the casino From, at those hours? Yeah. Um, are looking, these, looking for two or three cents in each machine. Do they sell booze? Oh, Finishing Jesus. up their tweaking or whatever they're doing. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> it's just a bunch of tweakers is really all it is. There's no skanks there, really. Uh, I thought they closed the door at two. You guys are open 24? No, we're 24-7. What? Wow. We hey, do not close. Can I get booze? Can I have a uh, until two o'clock, uh, between two and six, you cannot. But what if you, what if you still time have, other than that, what yeah? if you still have a drink in your hand at two o'clock? Does it have we to? We take it away. Ah, yeah. very nice. How about this? This is my follow up question. Can I have a follow up question? Yes, you can have a follow up question. <laughs> one sir. one follow up question. That's um, it. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I am curious. In the fashion of bar clocks, which are mm-hmm. traditionally fifteen minutes fast. Mm-hmm. Are the clocks at the casino 15 minutes fast as well? Ooh. I cannot... Good question. Uh, Good question. <laughs> I cannot answer at this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course they're our 15 answer. minutes fast. I that's everywhere, man. That you, because because we you can get fucking shut down for that shit. Yes. That's yeah. I mean, is. if you're even one second over that mark, man, they will shut you down. Yeah. Pour some of that. It's delicious. I poured it's too much in my glass. City again. Brewery, the giant made of shadows. Yes. It's, wow. real, it's really good. It's super yummy. It's mm. it's a little... It, uh, after drinking that IPA and then having this one, this one's sweet. super sweet. It's super yeah. sweet. But it actually complements really well. But so what did, so for, before we move on, though, what did you guys what did you guys rate the first one that we had? What was it again? The... the Rude. It was the Rude Awakening yeah. IPA yeah. from Schoolhouse yeah. over there in Levin... Levin you gave North, it three and a uh, half, four. Yeah. What's that Solid. place called? Old School. No, no, the, the town it's in. Enum Waterloo. Enumclaw? No, it's not Enumclaw. They're, I've seen their brewery. It's it was in the Old West Town. What the hell is that called? It's not Enumclaw. 
Are you sure it's not Edom Claw? No, it's not Edom Claw. I know I always pass it, so I obviously... It's Walla Walla. Winthrop? Winthrop. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Jesus. Isn't Winthrop and Edom Claw I had the, the right. Place? I had the first letter right. No, no it's, it's, off, it's always it, been Winthrop. Winthrop. It's always off of 90, man. Once I hit I-90 and I'm on the, on the pass, like everything else is No, that like one's off of... No, that's <laughs> off of two, man. Technically, everything is off 20. 90. It's off of Highway 20. Off of, uh, 20, okay. That oh. one's on 20. Two is uh, Leavenworth, isn't it? My fucking brain shuts down, man. When I, when I, when I turn left off the five, it's like, I don't care anymore. More. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> Traveling east? Yeah. So, yeah. As soon as he sees elevation signs, he's like, fuck this place. <laughs> On the middle of nowhere. Fucking Leavenworth. God, fuck those people. Yeah. I so like what, you're giving it a three and a half, four, whatever? Four, yeah, it's good. Solid. Yeah. I would I like give it, it, I'd, I'd give it a three. What about I'd you? give it a four, four and a half. Yeah, it's a good a four, IPA. probably. It's a really good yeah. IPA. It's a damn good IPA. So the Belgian style, what is this? Strong yeah. The shadow made of Ooh, made I like the smudge I just made on your computer. The giant made of shadows. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Just Silver City Brewery. I did. I peak levels. <laughs> you peak the levels. My levels are peaked. I love it when you peak How the about levels. you? So we both, you know, both of the, the beginning beers we've had today have been semi-local, like the within state anyway. So, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, now we've got this situation with Ten Barrel. I don't know if you read or heard about Ten Barrel in the last oh, two days. Man, it's no, depressing. Well, you know, we've had 10 barrels. We've drank their beer several times. Everything we've had Every time I've gone good. to the Portland in the last year, I keep looking for their pub. They've been working on a brew pub in Portland for like the last year. They're, they make really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. But they were bought, and I think it was by Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Yes, it was Anheuser-Busch. I was just speaking oh. to a guy at work that is actually Spartan to microbrew with, I think his name is Eric, the guy that brews all the beer up at North Fork. He's yeah. going to make a home brew with him. When so. you say that, when I when I edit this podcast, I'm going to put in the Price is Right like losing theme. When you say that, I'm going to dunk, 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 Doom, doo, doo, doo. That's sad. Uh, do you think they're going to let Aww. them continue doing what they do, or I Aww. mean, is it just a just they just want? We've talked about this before, like the bigger companies coming in and taking over these smaller companies. Do you think they're going to just do it to get some profit out of it, or do you think they're going to take it over and basically destroy them? Um, I think they're going to take it over and destroy them. I yeah, yeah, but I think they're. I think it. maybe they're they're. Uh, intentions are somewhat altruistic in where they they take something that's really awesome and uh they're like we're gonna make it that. better because we're anheuser-busch yeah yeah, yeah. Are, isn't anheuser-busch owned by the belgian company i thought they were south african no they're belgian really yeah there's oh. a belgian company wow. called uh god i can't remember they own a lot of shit and that's why we ended up getting inundated with a lot of belgian beers uh, in the last few years, like Estelle Artois. Wow. I'd, I hadn't heard of it outside. Of, I had it when I was in Belgium, and no yeah. one hears, what the fuck's that? And not one. until, what, about six years ago. Now it's everywhere. Yeah. You see fucking little hipster chicks drinking that shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, my, well, my wife really enjoys it. And you it. know what it is? It's the yeah. Budweiser of Belgium. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. I was going to say, I've had it before, and I'm not crazy about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like Heineken. Heineken is the Budweiser of that yeah. place. Yeah. 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 No, Nicole likes it. You know, it's funny, though. You go to the movies in Canada. Yeah, um, and they'll always have a Stella commercial beforehand. They'll have like a one minute, like theatrically produced. <laughs> oh, no, they're commercial. Yeah, and they're cool. really good. They're they're they're, they're really, really cool. good. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily hipster, care for the bear. Yeah, really good. yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, what I was thinking is is you know my my gut reaction was like, well, I'm just going to stop drinking ten, ten barrel. Yeah, uh, because well, I mean no, it. No. Give him a chance, man. You we don't know. You don't know until well. You know. But it's in Mike's defense, though, big corporations have a v- terrible track record oh, of yeah. buying up small companies and leaving them, mm-hmm. you know, intact. It's just well, I've never seen happens. what they do with movies. It, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. 
So but I so, just watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> I'll just, we'll get into that later. Okay, that's, we'll, that's we'll discuss I, your I PTSD later. <laughs> so, well, along the lines of what Rick, Rick said, is, is, is that's also my belief, is, is even with the best intentions, they never a large company like that can never go in and buy something like that and yeah. not fuck it up. Yeah. But beyond that, if say they do continue to brew really good beer and they just hands-off, completely hands-off, yeah. At the same time, if you buy their beer, you're supporting them for being cocksuckers. <laughs> How are they cocksuckers? I mean, I'm sorry if I own a business and I, I really love the business. Well, it was doing really well, and then a giant corporation came in and said, "Here, I would like to offer you five million dollars for this company." Um, well, I'm sorry, I'd probably take the five million dollars no, and get the fuck no, out. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying anything bad about the the brew the brewmasters or the owners or any anybody who's currently employed there. My my yeah. thing is why would I give my money because it's not going to them at that point. You know. Yeah. If oh I buy, no, I understand. At, at yeah. this point, the money is going back into Anheuser Busch, and I really don't know if I want to support Anheuser Busch. Yeah. We support Anheuser yeah. Busch anywhere because that's you know the, in the these, vicinity. Of the us. big companies are always. The, I think the problem is the big companies are always concerned with the short term gain. And you have little companies like these small breweries who are concerned with, well, we'd like to be around for 50 years from now still producing really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you get that clashing. I don't think a lot of those bigger companies understand that. And they go and, um, yes, yeah, strange noises come from... No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was no part of my body making that noise either. Um, so I think they come in. I think that's the problem. I think a lot of these big companies look at it and say, well, you're going at the snail's pace. You know, so that it's like they're not really touching what they're doing. They're just introducing this whole new culture of, you know... The culture, fat. right? Yeah. Well, absolutely. Shit. And I think, I think they'll see an, an outflux, if you want to call it, of probably employees, a lot of people like Mike, who are yeah. like, I know, yeah. you've been you've sold out, quote-unquote, especially if it's a Portland assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, you've sold out, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that the people running the place won't stay and try to make something good. Yeah. It doesn't mean that that's not going to happen. A corporate culture might be introduced. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, so it, uh, this you don't happens know a lot. until it happens. This happens a lot in technology companies where there's a small company with a great idea and they get mm-hmm. bought by a bigger company and you just watch it get the cor- watered down. Yeah, that would be called Bioware. Yeah, that would be Bioware called... Bioware made some of the best <laughs> RPGs the, the computer or any video game has ever seen in, in its yeah. life. Yeah. And they were bought out by EA. Well, their who, shit look all looks who shit all over it, but they still call it Bioware because guess what? People will still follow it. They recognize yeah. the name, and but uh, Bioware doesn't mean what it used to. I mean, now you look no. at a Bioware game and it looks like a major fucking studio. Yeah, it looks yeah. like something yeah. with no heart, no soul, and like every Which little. Which is not necessarily true because I played some of the stuff. Well, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, it doesn't it's mean great they... stuff. Dragon Age, by the way, which is yeah. coming out uh, very soon. I think right. Bungie is another example of a company Bungie, that used to, yeah. you know, they, they, they used to do. God, they were so innovative back when, mm-hmm. you know, when they were just on their own. But they were, I guess, they were just shitty at managing their money. You know, typical batch of programmer geeks. They just couldn't couldn't keep the company too going. too many Ferraris. Something, yeah. I mean, they were making some amazing stuff. They they made stuff that. You can see the too much popcorn and, and and Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull? No, it was Dr Pepper. Um, but it was Dr Pepper with Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, we have them had heart attacks that, was, that year. That was kind of sad. And those guys actually just recently broke off from Microsoft and started their own company. Yeah, so Microsoft to hemorrhaged, doing what they do. hemorrhaged much of its smaller places. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's a yeah. Uh, I think one called Undead Lives. I uh, my hat actually. 
Mm-hmm. Here it is. I bought it at PAX. I bought this hat at PAX. Yeah. I'm showing you the hat through the microphone, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> through the power Ooh. of listening. Ooh. <laughs> the power of we'll listening. Do, we'll do like in the old-time radio shows where the people would inexplicably describe things. Oh, it's a brown hat that you're holding with. Yeah, yeah exactly. With uh, uh, no, it's it's, a, it's a hat from a place called Undead Labs who does a, a yeah. game that I've been playing for the last like two years off and on. Yeah. Great game. It's called uh, State of Decay. Yeah. Zombie game. Zombie survival game. I mean, it's it's kind of raw and, and awesome. It's just a great game. Cool people. I've talked to them at least two years in a row at PAX. Yeah. They were bought up. They basically, Microsoft invested in their company. Oh, yeah. And so they, they were able to get their game out really quickly and, and with a, a lot of good stuff. And now they're, Microsoft's trying to break off from them, yeah. even though they're just about to launch on the Xbox One. Or Xbox 360, yeah. I can't remember. Which, See, that's but. the short-term, long-term thing. You know, Microsoft just wants a, wants money right wants now out a, of it. They want a game, and they want a hit game, and that's that. They mm-hmm. want money rolling in suddenly from this. And it's Yeah, that's just sad. It's, it's, a, it's, it's such a thing, though, that... Even Microsoft is the shitty boyfriend. Even... <laughs> even <laughs> I want to see your tits right that, now, and that then we're breaking of, up. That kind of takeover and that kind of buyout, yeah. I mean, you know... It, it, it gives me the willies, you know. I've I've lived through it a couple times. You know, I've been with a few companies. I have too. Where, yeah. And but it's funny that my kids, as young as they are, they know how bad it is as well too. They shit their pants when Microsoft bought Mojang a couple months ago. They were just like, oh, oh. no, Minecraft is suddenly you know going to become. You know what's crap. funny is you know what's funny. I didn't see a lot of that. I remember that when that happened, and I didn't. Uh, maybe I, it's the forums and shit that I read, but I didn't see a lot of the like Microsoft hate. It was just like, yeah, Microsoft bought Mojang for two billion dollars. Yeah, my kids are walking Man. around like it, like like somebody died for two days. They, really put, m- they put the black patch on their shirt. <laughs> they, yeah, they got the, the, the thing around their their wrist or their uh, arm. Yeah, the well, armband. You, know you know what? Do you, you guys know the story about when Bungie was bought uh, by Microsoft? Right? I mean, I'm talking about yeah, like people who are. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Knees when they the bees knees. Bungie at the time they used to be Mac only for their games and when they when they debuted Halo it was a, it was going to be a Mac only game they debuted Halo at um at one it was of the a great Mac game, worlds by the way. yeah yeah fucking great game they debuted that at uh, Mac World and I remember everybody freaked out and then it was like a few months later that Microsoft announced that the the Bungie was being bought and it was going to mm-hmm. the games were going to become Xbox exclusives but they still own and it. I the, mean, the reason not. I bring this up is not because my my well-known Mac fanaticism but back then that was exactly the same reaction that all the Mac users had that what you just described you know the the your kids having with uh with oh, the like. Morning. It was like, yeah, it was like, oh my god, the worst thing that could have ever happened. All of a sudden, happened. a bunch of Mac users are yeah. having this weird yeah. Mac wake since <laughs> yeah. it's all yeah. coffee. That's and, actually and strange little uh, sandwiches with pimento. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. And there were actually people. I remember the discussion forums I used to hang out on at the time. People were actually angry and denouncing Bungie as a bunch of sellouts and bastards, and you know. And there were some of us like me saying, "Well, you know what? They, it, we all know they were having financial issues." They needed to find a way to keep themselves going. So we'll get future Bungie games out of this deal. You might have to buy a Microsoft product to do it to play these things, but you know. But it just—it's funny well, that what, you're, what you're was, describing. What was, after that happened, though, what was the first big game that came out after that? What it, was the first big it, game that came it out? It was after the that? Halo RTS that just fucking tanked. It was all just Halo after that. It was nothing else. See, that's the funny thing about Bungie is that they used to do—they would do a few games, like one, maybe a sequel, and then they would be off to something totally new. Mm-hmm. And it would be completely different. 
They did. Well, that's um, what the smaller studios do. Yeah. I mean, look at any of the large studios, whether it's Microsoft, whether it's EA, um, any of those, all those guys. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft is, or Nintendo, Microsoft is all about Halo. Things like this. Yeah. Uh, EA is all about their sports sporting games that they come out with every year with different colors. <laughs> um, and they're all about Call of Duty. Yeah. Or is it Call of Duty? Yeah, it's Call of Duty is EA. No, that's Activision. Uh, same EA company. owns Activision. Same oh. company. <laughs> EA this owns like a, everything. This is like a Game of Thrones family tree, isn't it? Where everybody <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It eventually, there's only three or four branches, yeah. and everything else just kind of grows into those branches. They're all Targaryens. Um, yeah, no, it's it's Call of Duty. They come out with a different Call of Duty every year. Um, there's yeah. really hardly anything new except for when they buy up these small companies like yeah. BioWare or right. Bungie. Or uh, look, you guys, I mean, uh, one of the best examples of this, and they've been doing it for the last thirty years, yeah. is Nintendo. Nintendo's been doing it for thirty years. Oh god, when was yeah. the last time a Mario bullshit didn't come out? <laughs> well, their systems wouldn't sell if they didn't, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. But that—that's my point. Is they're not every they're not willing to kind of go out on a limb and try something. Well, in, I don't in, know if that's entirely in true. their defense, though. The, some of the Mario games are uh, like the Mario Galaxy games were amazing. I think that's probably one of the that, best. Yeah. I have that Portal. You know, it was just that game and Portal. I got exposed to the Mario Galaxy games and Portal at the same time, and it was just like I felt like it was just like a whole Portal's whole Valve, new. though. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just ex- I'm just citing that as an oh. example of a game that was just as innovative. Yeah, where it was completely different, and I felt like I was playing a whole new genre of game because of the uh, a leap. Yeah, a yeah. Leap. It was it was wow. really cool. That is good. We had we had a we had a, a leap in taste buds. Yeah, and I'd already had a sip and tried to. So far, this reaction. is the most complex. Beer you guys are still ahead of me. I'm still drinking the other ones. So. Mm-hmm. Well, hurry the fuck up, you drunk. <laughs> Fucking late to get here, late to drink here. Oh, I don't know. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> so, do you guys ever play the Call of Duty type games, like the mm. online shooter, like uh, I have deathmatch yes, type have. games? What do you? I mean, do you do you play those regularly? No, I haven't played any in a long time. Though, the only one I've played recently is is Left 4 Dead. Mm. I can't, it's I just can, a co op game where you're trying to survive the zombie plague. That's through, different from point A to point B to point C to point D. I'm, I'm and talking. Then you're done. But the the co op or the the PvP game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I played a few of those, but the last Call of Duty I really played was I like the World War Two ones. That was it. Yeah, I see. The rest I, all suck. I could ass, never get into them. I yeah, I haven't played a first person shooter since. Unreal one, the first Unreal. Wow. We're, we're talking ninety eight, ninety seven. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Quake three was decent, but uh, you know I'm addicted to that stupid fucking game. I just played it a couple nights ago. What, I just Quake I'll 3? just I'll just pull up Quake three occasionally and just play like one round. I've got the bot set to the highest to the hardest. You know I've played played it for so long. That's you know it's just I'll get on a ho hum. I'm shooting these guys. Go through one level, quit. Go back to what I was doing. I don't know what it is. It's about that game. That game didn't flicks they, with me. Didn't Nothing they, wrong didn't with they that. Recently, no, no, it's fun. It's like hasn't a nice it been little... re-released as a freemium game now? Because I know my kids are playing it. I didn't buy it for them. Yeah, and and I know what the hell are you guys doing playing a game that's fifteen years old? Yeah. Well, it's funny yeah. that people use it's... things like Gary's Mod and stuff, yeah. or any, uh, a lot of those modding programs to recreate. Like somebody went through Gary's Mod and completely recreated the original Half Life. Oh yeah, completely yeah. recreated, and that? apparently it's really fucking awesome. Mason has that, and he was he was freaking out about it. He's like, "It's it's Half Life, but it looks like a new game." Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I loved Half Life. I still play first person shooters, and I yeah. will continue to because I, Far Cry like, Four is out, and it's fucking awesome. I love first person shooters. I'm talking about the uh, the like the team. 
Like you the, know, I know what you're talking about. The Team PvP. Fortress type games. Or yeah, the, I played Team, the, Fort, Team Fortress is fun as hell, by the way. Yeah, it's no, no so I'm not fun. saying those the games suck, but I just, I don't, it seems like every time there's a new one out, everybody's freaking out like it's something new. And I and I always look at them and I'm like, well, it's just basically the exactly. same shit it's just again. What's Call the of deal? Duty, the next one. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, they yeah, should yeah. just call every single one. I went it to should get, be Call of Duty, the next one. Battlefield, yeah. the next one. I wanted to be the cool dad last time the Call of Duty game came out. Mason was really into Call of Duty at the time. So when Call of Duty Ghosts came out, it was a school day. Or Which a, is the worst reviewed Call yeah, of Duty no, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. in ten years. He fell out of love with it very quickly. But um I yeah, you know, I want to be the cool dad, so I said, I'll go down at midnight to GameStop, I'll get it. I got like a one of their little special I get early in line type things. <laughs> and I and I got there and I thought this is stupid. I'm gonna show up, there's gonna be like ten people here. Why do I need a ticket? I show up and there's a fucking line going way yeah. down. I'm, I'm and it's like, like that what? every time Call of Duty comes out. I'm like, this is past midnight. What are you guys doing out here? I mean, it's a school night. Don't you guys have to be in school? None of you guys are over 18. There were little kids there. And I remember some people were asking me, hey, what do you, don't you guys have to go to school tomorrow? And they're like, we're not going to school tomorrow. We're going to be staying home and playing this game. I'm like, yeah, way to go, guys. Um, head know, to brilliant. Steam <laughs> yeah. and look up a game called Evolve. Evolve, okay. Get that for your son. Okay. I think he might like that. It's it's a game much like that. Yeah. You play a, a team of like four or five guys, right. and you you're you go to this planet, and you're hunting this creature, a giant creature. But guess what the creature is? What? Another player. Oh, another player online? Yeah, so the big oh, bad guy oh, okay, yeah. is a person. So it's going to react as a human would. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that so sounds that, cool. it sounds like a great game. It was at PAX. I don't remember the big monster mm-hmm. in the middle of the yeah. PAX. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was Evolve. Ooh. Oh, the monster in the middle of the game? Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. You we're all that? having this little <laughs> mini orgasms tasting this beer. I know. My mouth has had a few orgasms this right is, now. Uh, I think I've lost some teeth. What's 12 beers of the apocalypse? Do they have like a series? Is that what yeah. this is? Okay, so yeah. this is the Elysian Wasteland Elderflower Saison. There's been some really good ones out of that wow. series, but uh, yeah, I don't this feel, suddenly I don't oh, feel bad bottle. about Keep that bottle. I yeah. don't feel bad about spending $9 on the bottle. I, at first, yeah. Yeah, when, I, when I was looking at my bill earlier this when you asked me about it, I looked at it, I was like, $9 for a bomber? Yeah, that's that's a little pricey, but that's Wasteland. worth it. Huh? But it's it's a delicious beer. Yeah. That's, um... Oh, this is number six. We haven't even had one through five yet. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah, series we has been through five. Remember, we're going to have to go... The uh, end is beer. <laughs> <laughs> it says right on it. <laughs> I like the the art. The art's yeah, awesome. That's yeah, great artwork. This is good. I, this is not even close to what I. They, they had they had a blood orange one in that series about a year ago, maybe two years ago. Oh, I had that one. That, that was, was really super good. good. Yeah, that yeah. was so good. And but it was gone. You know, the funny thing was, I went to go back to go buy it again, and this, they that oh, happens. They only produce so many that bottles. Elysian. This beer is number some, six. This is Wasteland is the perfect nuclear winter summer seasonal. <laughs> With dried elderflowers and French saison yeast, and that was the other good thing about the Cook Road, where I bought all the beer today. Yeah, was well, they still had a lot of the summer beers left because I, I, they, they're obviously those are the places to go. Oh, like just this corner is one of those places. They're you not still get the Abyss and twenty and the the twenty six. They're not getting a lot really? of traffic, mm-hmm. and the, the traffic they are getting are buying the Budweiser. But yeah. the person you behind the counter, twenty five dollars. The person behind the counter loves beer, so they keep bringing in good beer, good beer, good beer. But they just oh, don't happen to sell yeah. a They lot are in Skagit County, yeah, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are there, and they're equal di- equidistance between like. Burlington and Cedar Woolley, the two holes 
that make up the fucking <laughs> anus of Walk- or Skagit County. Oh, we just lost our uh, Skagit County listener. Our one listener in Skagit County. No, I'm kidding. I'm from there. So We love you, Skagit it's, it, County. It, it's like you saying the N-word. I can say it because I'm from there. We love you, Skagit. Boy, that is terrific. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, what other beers does Elysian make? Actually, we need to make the, a trip to What are the big Skagit ones that they make, that they're known for? Uh, the Men's Room, original. Okay, right. yeah, Which I've had that, and I didn't like, like it. it. Didn't like it. I don't like that. Um, uh, the what, Avatar. I don't, I don't a, think uh, I've had that. It's a um, Jasmine IPA. Mm. It is so good and flowery. This is like um, Space Dust. Space Dust. Oh, my God. Super good. That was orgasm in a we fucking We drank, drank it last episode. Did we drink it in the last yeah, episode? Yeah. Okay. And then um, uh, you were about seven beers apparently in. Apparently, I was not uh, quite. space dust. And then the disco, the disco one. Well, I can't remember what's called. Disco oh, disco IPA. lemonade. No, 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 no. Disco IPA. Disco IPA. Disco lemonade. That's Aslan. No, I thought that was ten barrels. Oh no, that no, is it's Aslan. Aslan. It's Aslan. Okay, Aslan. <laughs> I'm gonna get the bottle down because I'm curious to know what the name is. But it's it's, it's Dayglow. It's Dayglow. Dayglow. You got it. This is tiger. one of those a uh, tiger on yeah. the front. This is one of those breweries. Oh, Elysian is one of those breweries where I associate it immediately with beer I don't like because everything. Yeah. I think everything by them I've tried I don't no, like. No, you haven't tried it all because they make. Oh good yeah, beers. no, no, no. I, 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 I would agree. They not all their beers are good. Yeah, no. but when they make a good beer, they make a fucking good beer. Yeah, that's that's the thing with Elysian, and I like Elysian, but you're rolling the dice. They they make yeah. some that are you know like the men's room writer for the guys who are listening to the radio show, the men's room, and maybe don't. Yeah. They're just getting into beer. They just don't know enough about beer yet. So they need like the bridge beer. You know, they need something that's not Budweiser, but they don't need this beer. Well, I think yeah. I think Elysian yeah. is one of the better breweries we have in in Seattle because yeah. of that. Because yeah. they produce so much. When if you go to the brewery right now, they probably have fifteen beers on tap, and they're all Elysian beers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this definitely changes my opinion of them because I, uh, for me, I always look. I always see the name. And it's like, mm, moving on. I'm going to the next one. Well, this is, you know, I mean, and this is not a typical Saison. You know, when you're drinking a Saison, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's got that Saison on the back end when it's wow. going down. But to begin with, it, it's not. It's, you, yeah. You're tasting about 10 different flavors in there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so flavorful. It's but look, stuff. I mean, I, I just read the little goddamn it. It has dried elderflowers and almost French saison. They're just using the saison yeah. wheat. Yeah, that doesn't mean they they made the beer as a saison. It, almost, it has very much an ale flavor, yeah. but then kind of that saison almost finish. Does the bottle say if they have ginger in it? Because I'm tasting a lot of ginger. I'm not and tasting egg, a lot, egg. but I would believe it I, I, based on what I'm tasting. I don't know. It doesn't say. It does it say? Says, does it say Marianne? Actually, it does. I'm sorry. Holy shit. Terrible yeah. joke. I'm drinking the rest of it because I'm a greedy fuck. And I, no, I should give it to him. He no, you it. have it. You got it. All right. It's all you. Number six. We I don't, to, I don't you know have the to other, drive tonight. The other brewery that, I've, that <laughs> I associate with. So you give it to me, yeah. dick. <laughs> is, uh, Ninkasi is another company I, I just steer clear of because everything I've tasted by them is not... I don't like it. Mm. I, have yet I think they're, uh, uh, like. and I would agree with you lately. Yeah. Uh, I think they've been a uh, hit and miss kind of brewery. Well, yeah. they've been doing a lot of Pilsners lately. It's kind of one of their things, too. Yeah. Like a lot of their big beers that they've come out with recently have been Pilsners. And they're, they're going through growth. I mean, if you go down there right now, they're in the middle of moving into much bigger location because they're trying to become a, one of the bigger independents, which yeah. probably means that somebody like an Anheuser-Busch is looking at them. Uh, but... Yeah. I like Triceratops is a terrific beer. Um, 
the uh, Dungeons and Dragons beer is really good. Critical hit, critical <laughs> hits, really good. They made, uh, Slayer is another great beer. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of Total Dom. I know the I know, Slayer this year is really good. I'll, yeah, I know Total, Jeff likes Total Dom, but it's not one of I my favorite IPAs. I don't mind Total Dom, but Tricera Hops is the the better of the two. Yeah, no Tricera. And if you let it age a year in the bottle, yeah. Hmm. Oh, you you can if you if you're in the brew pub and I've been out of the brew pub, you can get a barrel aged triceratops, which is fucking fantastic. Oh, look how dirty yeah. it became. Yeah. yeah, you got the bottom of the bottle and oh, uh, this I'm is gonna. There's, I'm gonna get some flavor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Flavor. Complete, completely different. Clear. You know, and, and yeah. I should I should have gave it a stir before we drank it. <laughs> yeah, you should have because this is good. We got fucked. <laughs> we got ripped off. Oh, uh, we'll pass this around. Let's pass it around. No, that it kind of adds. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's delicious. That would be an aw fuck from Mike. So what I'm saying, what I'm wow, saying yeah. to uh, the beer plus three listeners who actually care about beer, because I know some of them do and some of them don't. You know what our beer plus three listeners care our, about is you leaning into the mic so we can hear you. Oh, me leaning into the mic. I'm going to say this. You know, out of all the beers we, you hear me? <laughs> out of all the beers we've drank recently, yeah, uh, this is one to get. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go get a few bottles of that and keep it in the fridge. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go would, get one of yeah, those. I, I, I want to collect all twelve. Really, is what I want to do, <laughs> and then eventually, just we'll sit down and we'll drink all twelve fucking twenty twos. Oh man, that'd be a hell of a mm-hmm. podcast. That's all I'm saying. That's all that's saying. that's number fifty. That's that's a fifty. No, podcast. I think fifty. We need to do some traveling. I think yeah. we, I think we really do need to do traveling. Whether we choose Icicle Brewery or or Iron Horse or you know what we should do we or even travel. even if it's fucking Skookum, I don't give a shit. We need to travel and go somewhere and we should travel every to different breweries and record like a half hour at each place, and yeah. then move on to the next right. one. So we have. I hope we have episode. a designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a driver? Well, I'm going to assume we, we would probably We need to get somebody of... pregnant. They're the perfect drunk drivers. <laughs> there we go. I'll put Except a baby in somebody. Just not a skank, because they don't no. really care. They'll go ahead and drink anyway. They don't care. Or a bimbo. Uh, no, bimbo wouldn't drink when she's... I hear while, Bill so Beat's that... partner really wants a baby in her. Oh, yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Who? Who wants what a is baby in her? Bill Beat's partner. Um, Bill Beat's. God. I know. <laughs> it's it's my escaping br- my mind, and I apologize to her. Yeah, she's uh, fucking profusely. awesome. Profusely. Yeah, she's so good. In the meanwhile, we can uh, start talking about the Queen's first tweet, which was going to be our first topic of the podcast. But no, I just brought it up because Sh- I just read Shubzilla. It. Shubzilla. What? Shubzilla. She the wants fuck a baby is that? in her. She does want a baby in her. Well, I don't even know what that is. She's a hip hop artist out of Seattle. She, uh, you know, she tends Shubzilla. She, Shubzilla. Okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. She, she's trying to get into the uh, nerd core audience. Although I don't think her music is particularly nerd core. A little bit, maybe. Yeah, but. Yeah. yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, yeah, I've, I've I've seen a lot if of. If Jeff can tolerate her, she must be nerdcore, and I just don't get it. To me, she just <laughs> seems like a true hip hop artist. Yeah. <laughs> You're not into the whole hip hop. I don't think Jeff. Likes I know. I don't think much. I've ever really been into the hip hop. But, but the nerdcore is a little bit different. I so I, if if Jeff can grab her, she must be more. Than I, I, than I, I, I nibble yeah. once in a while yeah. into it, but really, I'm. I like I, the fringes. I, have, I like the fringes of that, and I would consider yeah. her a fringe kind of. Hip hop artist. Fuck me, that's a really good beer. Yeah, I thought I'd add a little bit of the the flavor there because there there was flavor at the bottom of that. Yeah. If I could break open the bottom, I would start licking it. I wonder how long that's been out because the (laughs) bottles might already be gone. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Might have to head down to Cook's Road tomorrow and scoop up the rest. 
When did that? Do you know when that came out? Now, see, that's what I'm wondering because they have a lot of summertime beer still. Like I was saying, the, the their yeah. product moves really slow, so they had a lot of summertime beer still uh, sitting in there. So uh, I'm wondering if this isn't a summertime beer that's going to be gone everywhere else, and they right. just happen to have some sitting there. Yeah. Well, I want to know what one through five was. That's what I want to know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. No, one well, through five. Maybe Elysian will get a hold of us. You know, maybe maybe we we have a listener. I know. Beer plus three, Elysian. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that could that be the perfect. Perfect. What? We go to Seattle. Yeah. Just overnight, we'll fucking get one fucking cheap ass hotel room and a no hotel motel. Mm-hmm. Can we not and take we'll, the women? We'll go and record <laughs> at Elysian. Yeah. We'll try to garner an audience. Big city yeah. is probably a better venue. Yeah. Than going to fucking Leavenworth or Enumclaw or wherever the fuck we're going. Next week? Can we do it next week? Hmm? The week after. Next week. <laughs> 50. 50. 50. That's too far away. No, no. Can we record 23 more podcasts? No, we're in the at 25 today, right? So, yeah. you know, we've been doing this for what, like six months? It's going to be sometime around your birthday, actually. Yeah. Like May, April, yeah. somewhere in there. Okay. Well, I'm just, I just want to do it. I'm, I'm excited. I want to do it before then. <laughs> I, uh, me too, yeah. but uh, logistically, with Christmas coming and all that jazz. Thanks for popping my bubble. Christmas, my daughter's birthday, <laughs> my birthday, my wife's birthday. By the way, oh yeah, you don't care. Um, anyway, I'm going to turn over here. Uh, <laughs> Patton Oswald is going to be in Portland and Tacoma at the oh. beginning of the year. Oh, and wow. I was thinking about getting tickets to Portland, and me and my wife go down. And oh God, yeah. Seen, and they're only like forty bucks. Yeah, they're only forty bucks. Yeah, and it's a nice theater, so. You're right, Jeff. I don't care. But if it's in Portland, I'd go with you. I know. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. You know, what's funny is last night I was, uh, I was, ta- I was talking to Deanne and I said I something. I was hoping the dead air would go a little longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I can do that if you want me to. <laughs> no, no, we got to end it. That's too long. <laughs> um, last night I was telling Deanne something and I ended with... You know the Patton Oswalt thing where he'll start talking and he'll to, to give an example of something he'll just go blah blah blah. Right? Yeah, I do that all the time. You do that all the time, and I know where that comes from. And I said that in front of Deanne. And she goes, she goes, oh, what are you stealing Jeff's Jeff's thing? <laughs> I was like, that's not Jeff. I said that's Patton Oswalt. <laughs> and about three or four other people because there's other people that do yeah, it too. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I know. What's his name? Uh, Jack Black does it too. So yeah, I would have thought it was a Jeff thing. Douche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? You would have thought it was a what? I would have thought it was Jeff thing too. I, I, I don't know that, Patton Oswalt's comedy. Yeah. He was you in an episode or two of Dollhouse. But beyond that. Yes, he was. And he's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. No, he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't a couple know that. times. Yeah. I keep meaning. You he, know, I've, I've been. Second you, season. You know, fucking since, awesome. Since, yeah. since, First season? Yeah. Second season? Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Since we had this big blowout, Jeff and I, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about We had a movie. blowout? Yeah, well, a little bit. I went back I did and I not listened. enjoy it at all. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're going to have a blow, oh, you're somebody talking about a different kind of blowout. Somebody, somebody, somebody needs to catch blow a little bit. Out. Somebody <laughs> needs to give a little bit, and somebody needs to catch a little bit for a true blowout. Yeah. But I knew a, that wasn't a straw. So I've been trying to watch like uh, crappier movies and trying to see... A, TV show, so I, you know, one of the things I wanted to do was go back and wa- start watching Agents of Shield again because I kind of liked it enough, but then I gave yeah. up on it and I stopped watching it. So maybe I need to. But the other thing, like all week long, I've been watching uh, the Fast and the Furious. Oh God, why? <laughs> because I was trying to watch something that I That's knew. My review of every Fast and the Furious movie. I was trying. I was trying to do what Jeff said and was enjoy something that I knew was going to be shitty. Okay. 
Oh, well, I can relate to that. I've got my giant list of movies from the 80s that <laughs> I know are going to basically suck, other than maybe one out of every 50 of them. And, and, and you know, it was funny. Uh, the first the first one, I felt very much the same way. I was like, oh, this, through the whole thing, I was like, oh, that shit, that's so fakey. Yeah. What's with all the CGI? Can't I they like, fucking I, drive? I like fakey. That <laughs> was good. That was good. I think fakey. we got the name of the episode. Yes. <laughs> fakey. <laughs> that's so fakey. So by last night, I caught up and I watched episode five, and episode five is where they introduced The Rock into the series. So now you got Vin Diesel versus The Rock. Yeah. And I was into it. Like, the whole the whole long, I was like, this is, this is a really good movie. And I, know, I know in the back of my head it was shit, but, you know, maybe Jessica, maybe there's a point to it. Maybe maybe not everything has to be excellent. Maybe you can no, spend some... No, it doesn't. You maybe can you turn can, off that fucking brain of yours and not feel emotion over a fucking something you're watching. You can see pure, visceral ridiculousness and just love it. Suddenly I'm investing into the characters I've, I've seen over the last few well, movies, and it's like, it's The Rock versus Vin Diesel. And when they crushed fucking Vin Diesel's uh, Challenger or Charger, I think it was a Challenger Charger because it was an no old one model. Cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> I almost wept. I almost wept. And then Mike when Vin gets the Mike fucking Gears. rock yeah. on top and it's, he's on top okay. and he's punching him and. Uh, yeah. I tell you, by episode five, by the, the fifth movie, I was like, oh, this is good. Maybe Those are good movies for, like, non-nerds, you know? You get into that, and you know all the little details, like, uh, like uh, you know, like I would know how many parsecs the, the <laughs> right. Millennium Falcon could go, you know, do the, do whatever. I don't know. Right. I don't actually remember that now. But, um, but it's, what I, it's good that you can remember all the details. What like I really that. loved about the series, <laughs> what, what really made it super horrible for me and the thing yeah. I hated the worst. Yeah. Is there's always a car party someplace, and the people at the car party, there's fifty percent of the people there are women, and they're fucking hot. Yeah, and the other fifty percent of the people there well, are young, and that the cars there are all super expensive. And I'm like, this is so fucking unrealistic, man. You, you show up to a car car thing around here, it's old fucking dudes that can finally afford cars like myself. That's there's no women. Yeah. And there's barely any music. That's the thing that finally knocked you out of the movie. Not not anything else. Well, that was the, that was the thing that always made me laugh. I mean, you know, there was so this all this other fake stuff with yeah. the drifting yeah, and yeah. the handbrake. I was like, he could never pull that corner with a handbrake gif- drift. He was obviously he would gas it and go around. Yeah. It's fucking retarded that they show him doing a handbrake drift. How many of these have you watched? Five now. Oh, okay. And I'm I'm excited to watch episode six. <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> episode six. Episode six. Yeah. No. And I think it was a smart move to bring the Rock into the series because obviously Who's the guy sexy Vin Diesel sexy. <laughs> Vin Vin Diesel sexy and and it's been rumored that he's gay and I was telling my wife about this so she was shocked and I was like. I was like, no, you don't ever hardly see Vin Diesel out there, and he's with the rumor is, and I, I would imagine, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I think he probably pulls all the tail he oh, wants. Two, I would, I would totally sleep with him just for the T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I fuck Vin Diesel. He, he get Vin Diesel gets all, all the tail he wants. Vin Diesel fucked me right yeah. on the back. Just big me. Vin Diesel fucked. Boom. Vin right was on the here. Back. Vin was here. On oh, the you know, back. Vin, a little arrow <laughs> right down. If it's me and Vin, Vin's catching for me because. I don't want anybody. Oh, come on, look at the man. He's a top. No, anybody, any. An, He's a top. No, that's you're going to be the bottom. <laughs> don't be a shitty bottom. What you're saying, what you're Just saying, be a what you're saying is absolutely correct. But I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be special. You want to be special? Vin's going to bottom for me. 
<laughs> no, you just have to do it missionary. That's all. We can email him and find out what he would do in this situation. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> From Beer Plus Three. Do you want to follow discussion. him? On, I wanna, love Vin Diesel. I think him. he is awesome. Yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel is one of my favorite. I don't know <laughs> actors if you want to call him. I, yeah. I, 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 he's actually unquote. been really good in some films. Yeah. Um, and Pitch they're going to make they're going to make another Riddick film, and I hope they find a writer because the last movie was exactly like the first one, <laughs> and that really pissed me off. Well, the but first one was good, so how could first it be? one was fucking awesome, but so, I don't want to repeat of that and no no it wasn't the first part of the last movie was really good because it was him alone with a fucking tiger on a planet and it was awesome I wanted to see it but all the reviews were just horrible well and a lot of the rooms I saw were kind of the same but they went a little more in depth it was like the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes of this movie is great the rest of the movie is a misogynistic piece of shit. Well, I have no problem <laughs> with misogyny. Was. It was. It was. It was that bad. And I really liked the second one. I liked the second yeah. one because it was had the depth and breadth, and it was speaking of misogyny. And I'll just change the topic here real quick. What What the fuck is this Gamergate thing all about? Do you either of you oh, understand don't even what this know. is? Oh, this is. Gonna, is this I'm forbidden? I think I think you 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 Jeff has stepped away from you the know microphone. unfortunately you bring it up and I don't know what you're talking about I don't either I don't get it I keep seeing all these articles pop up on Facebook and various Gamer news Gate? sites I'm like what the fuck is Gamergate and I try to go out and read about it and figure is out is somebody it is. getting a blowjob someplace I mean I don't I, I don't know I mean, what it is I I can't find one definitive source that will explain it without getting emotional that's about because it because nobody knows what it is I know I'm starting to think it's some bullshit made up nonsense crap is this like one of those viral videos I don't know I really literally don't know I, I have no idea and apparently if you uh, if you post about it on Twitter God knows where you get attacked. well we should be talking about it yeah so that we can post about it <laughs> so that we'll get hits uh, and it, it really the whole thing I think if I'm correct it yeah. started with the misogyny that uh, um, we've all heard of like eSports and we've all played video games and they often don't include very good female protagonists or even female characters. Okay. Um, women are often treated as lesser human beings when it comes to uh, uh, things like online games like Call of Duty. Um, they're called things that are terrible. Yeah. Even in places, uh, whether it's Europe or even here, they actually want to separate men and women in esports. How are they any lesser of a human being, strength or yeah, any otherwise, what, what, when they're playing things like Call of Duty or StarCraft II? They have the same exact minds as anyone else. Yeah, that's They weird. should be allowed to compete on the same team as men, and they should be able to compete in the same league as men. Right. I'm, gl- I'm glad you clarified yeah, because I was asking myself, what is an eSport? This is just my theory because you're <laughs> right. Both of you are right. If you've ever looked Gamergate up, there is about 16 different things that people yeah. are pissed about and they well, all don't even match up. Well, the first, the so. first, the one thing I got out of it is that there's this, this is Anita Sarkeesian who's like some sort yeah, of I've, online... Yeah, I watched her show for a while. I've the watched, Feminist Frequency. I watched some of her, her videos and I don't Here's the thing. I don't like her. I don't like her opinions. I think they're weak. Not because she's a woman. Not because I'm anti-woman. I just don't think she's very... I, it's like she's she's making a mountain out of a molehill with some of the video game stuff. So I, I look at her and I go, eh, whatever. My, my exception I took with her yeah. is she is absolutely correct with the uh, uh, the evolution of video games. Yeah, She's absolutely correct yeah. about... I just opened this one. Don't open oh, yeah. that one. Yeah, This is uh, the seven C's... 
Uh, red IPA. Sorry, you know Anita's going to be Fuck, listening to this. Beer going. Oh, I doubt about, Anita's going to be about, listening to this. What are you guys about to say about me? I'm Please, in. she was just on like CNN. I think <laughs> I know, she's going to be fine. She was on. Um, uh, and don't get me wrong, I, I don't think she deserved any of the bullshit that oh, these no, people no, have. No, 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 Just no. sorry, yeah, I'll get no. away from this fucking mic. I, I, I don't believe she deserved any of the bullshit, but really yeah. my, where I separated from her was the most recent games. Yeah. She started putting games on, not that I like. Yeah, I like them. But I found the female protagonists to be more deep and and more and better written yeah. most of the time right, than right. I found the male protagonist of which sometimes you were playing. Right. And she admitted after the fact that she didn't even play those games. She oh. was just going off of Let's Play videos. Oh, jeez. All right. So well, her I'll, research... I'll Failed yeah. in the end. Yeah. She had a good, solid base for her thesis. Yeah, but it really failed towards the end when she didn't finish her research. Well, I'll, and that's where I really took exception to her. Yeah, I saw her, her personally. I, I could give a shit less. She I watched was just a person. I watched some of her videos about five or six months ago before she was even known, and I just I remember watching it. And I, my Actually, basic, she's been known for about a year. This yeah, well, no, before she became a, became. Huge about yeah. one year ago. Well, I was watching the video and I was equally fascinated by one. I felt like she was making a mountain out of a molehill, and that she didn't have a very good case because there are a lot of games where women are treated as as strong protagonists. Portal being one, you have Mirror's Edge as another one. It's like I these are that one. these are all good. really fantastic. Oh, it's awesome. It's have a you really ever played good game. Remember me? No, huh? How seriously get it? But how so how, how about Portal? Portal. Now, what about Portal? Um, you have the protagonist Your is main, a the female. The main character is a female. The antagonist, the, uh, the antagonist, antagonist is, also is a female. female. Both yeah. Portal games. You've played Portal 2, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Of course. Yeah. So good. Well, really? the, the point I is, didn't know I was playing a chick when I was playing that game. Yeah, you're playing yeah. chill. Oh, she's so hot, too. You should check her out. That's <laughs> <laughs> if to make her a point for me. I really, no, I really I like Again, beat you I to thought, death with the microphone. I thought it was just I was week. playing that whole time, and I never knew I was a girl. Yeah. I just thought it was a weak point of view, because it and it wasn't matter. and it wasn't very well. Well, I, I just felt like she was making a big deal out of nothing. But um, yeah, no, and then this no, comes but, along. But that's my argument: is no, she's not. Well, because it still exists in the that grand bullshit. scheme of thing. Even if all video games on the planet were completely male dominated, anti female shit, it's still just video games. It's like this tiny little part of our culture. And it's like, yeah, it's you can, not a you tiny part in. of the culture. Well, though. not anymore. It's a tiny this is part a of it's a tiny part of our culture that takes that seriously. It goes. It goes. Number one is porn. Yeah. Number two is sports, <laughs> and number three is video games. And porn is such a female and uh, such a. Female but I'm liberate. saying multi-billion-dollar industries. Yeah. That is the yeah. line they go in. But I, okay. But here's the thing. I'm saying nobody's dying. Because a video game is very male centric. No, but she has so, gotten death threats. No, no, I know. No, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I think I that's that I think that's fucked up. That's bullshit. Anybody who does that should be fucking spanked, beat within with an a inch of their life. Big wet noodle about fifteen feet long <laughs> and about three feet thick. Just a giant wet fucking yeah. noodle I, by the giant most gargantuan drag queen known to man. Yeah, but that's that's bullshit. But and the funny thing is, you know, when I first heard about this, I thought, well, there's a lot of women I'll out take there. One of those. There's a lot of feminists who make way more compelling and more more uh, oh, controversial 
arguments. Well, Why are they focusing on this video game thing? What the fuck is this all that about? That was one of the That's, reasons I, I brought up uh, Emma Watson. I yeah. think, is that her name? Emma Watson? Yes, the, mm-hmm. uh, that's correct. The Hermione yeah. girl, uh, the girl that played Hermione in, in the Harry right. Potter series, is that she went to the UN. She is actually actively doing something. And she, her speech alone made me respect her in a way that I could never respect someone like Arkeesian or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's simply because her research was bad. Right. Um, and a lot of other feminists. That's Well, right, right. I just thought her speech was amazing and, and thoughtful yeah. and, and thought-provoking yeah. as well. Yep. But what does that have to do with female Viagra? <laughs> There's no such thing. It's called Jose Cuervo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> wow, did kidding. we take a turn? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, the, the inter- we hit the wall. Yeah. The, the, the interesting. You've heard of the fourth wall? We hit the fifth. There we go. <laughs> the, the interesting segue here is earlier today I was listening to this argument that was almost, you know, it was pro feminist going, yeah. there's all this research being put into the female Viagra and women who don't have interest in sex anymore and they need this female Viagra. And I thought right away, they're arguing about one thing and then debating another. Because much like the video game things where we talk about they're not being strong female protagonists, when obviously they are when you look at a portal game and the fact that my daughter's into games, she wouldn't be into games if there wasn't a strong female. No, you'd be amazed. It's the the gamer... Female gaming culture is expanded exponentially in the last, like, ten years. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. It's wonderful to see. It started ten years ago, and then exponentially over those ten years, you know, when we go to PAX every year, 40% of the crowd is Mm -hmm. female. Easily. And to not take those people seriously... I didn't picture that. ...is an affront to the very thing you're supposed to love. Right. But but then, you know, much along the same lines, though, was this female Viagra argument that I was listening to today. And then they started discussing something that wasn't relevant at all. And they were talking about women who had no longer had interest in intercourse anymore. And it's not the same thing. Also Viag- known as married women? Married women. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, without getting into that discussion... Without getting into that discussion, that is what they were talking about, was yeah. married people suddenly losing their interest in having intercourse. I love how they say no, and then they accuse you of not being, inter- being interested anymore. <laughs> they, they want to be chased, let's be honest. <laughs> Fuck them. Chased, C-H-A-S-T-E, or C-H-A-S-E-E? <laughs> <laughs> Yay, good speller! Yahoo! We can interpret that either way we want. But what... what obviously was the argument was, Viagra doesn't make you any more horny, it just makes your dick hard. So what they were arguing for was yeah. that women need women's Viagra so that suddenly they can be interested in sex again. So well, they were arguing semantics you, at this point? Or no, they were, they were, they, because they had never taken Viagra because they were women. They didn't know that Viagra does not make you horny. It doesn't make you lust for anybody. It just makes your dick fucking hard. It makes you capable of doing it. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not a love potion? Yeah, they, they wanted... <laughs> it's a love potion in every way a man can love. They wanted some kind, of, some kind of thing that was going to fix them so yeah. that suddenly they would be interested in sex again and it's like so, so Viagra doesn't do that at all all it does is make you capable yeah. of delivering so female so, Viagra makes every guy look like George Clooney is that exactly that, that works <laughs> female Viagra makes every man look like George Clooney there we go 
I don't want to look like him. I just want his money. <laughs> that again would be enough. <laughs> yep, that is. Female. Wow, yeah, that's, that almost oh. is female Viagra. Anita Sarkeesian is going to have something to say about that. So when they say there's no <laughs> female Viagra, yeah, there is. It's as much as I, it, I, I did like. It's a the wad first of hundreds of taped yeah, up with yeah. the little band on it, and yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem with no, being a misogynist. No, I, I don't I, like it about myself, so but I don't the, have a problem female, with it. So do the female Viagra is, is a ludicrous thing. It well, is. it was a joke, right? Because there it are is a joke. There, it's ridiculous. The, a lot of their debate, and if you go online, you'll you'll listen to the feminists. Well, why is there no female Viagra? Because yeah, what you need your clit to be really big to fuck. You don't. <laughs> well, they just they, they, essentially being wetter would be better. Yeah, but we already have lube. That actually has the opposite effect in most cases. <laughs> it's like, to see your wife coming and, after you with a giant dick between well, your legs is probably no. Mean, no, it's just like... <laughs> there, there, Come on, honey. There already is products on the market which will engorge the clitoris. So, yeah. you know, I, what they're looking for doesn't exist. They, they pretend like men have Viagra and suddenly it makes us interested in sex. It doesn't. Yeah. All it makes us is, is capable. Yeah. Okay. Whereas all they got to do is open their legs and they're capable. I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. I thought it was okay, more... Okay, yes and no, but <laughs> we're... Um, it, was, yeah, it was just yeah. horrible to listen to these feminists argue about something that's not a problem. They were, they were turning... Yeah. They were using this thing that has nothing to do with what they were arguing with and then making a point based on it. Arguing... Everybody was fucking listening. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm simply yeah. paying the devil's advocate here. Yeah. I don't mean to offend anyone. <laughs> Isn't that called roofies? <laughs> I'm a bad person. I apologize. I'm a terrible human being. Someone put me to sleep. So you guys we, we might be part of the problem that whoever was arguing no, about Gamergate. We just get together and drink and talk. We're not part of anybody's problem. Um, did you guys? Did you guys see that video? Speaking just of feminism, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Did you? Oh, we have a phone call. We have a phone call. What is that noise? Yep. It has to happen on air. Oh, awesome. There we go. <laughs> what in the fuck was what that? What was that? that? That was the Blaine School District letting me know that my son had been absent from school a couple of days ago because uh, he was sick. I was working from home all, almost all week yeah. with him, and it was so much fun. Yeah? Not really. Like, <laughs> like, Not really. <laughs> oh, God. You, you know, you know what? I crave like a little bit of human interaction. I don't need a lot, so I yeah. enjoy going to work and like talking to people. When I'm sitting at my chair, I'm I'm overly productive. <laughs> like I like in the two days that I worked from home this week, I'd gotten way too much done. Yeah, I worked way too many hours because I don't care. You know, if if, if this was always the argument with my boss, I was like, well, why not just let me work from home? Yeah. He's like, well, how do I know you're doing anything? When I'm working from home, I'll work 10 hours and I don't even bitch because I'm already at home. What? Like, the one thing I'm, when I'm at work, the one thing I want to do is go home. But if I'm already at home, I'll fucking work all day long and I don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. That's, fu- yeah, that's actually funny. That's, um, that is the opposite of, uh, what you'd expect, you know? So, but, but the one thing I miss is, like, the humor inter- human interaction because I'm sitting at yeah. home and I've, the boy don't want to interact with me. He's too busy playing video games even when he's sick. So yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, God, I wish I could go back to work and just be at work and just kind of like hanging out with other people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite of that. I fuck those people. I'd rather be at home with my six year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah, rather be at home with my six-year-old well, and not see any. Well, human well I think for Mike's point time. is that he gets 
was it? Do you get act, you actually get too much done? Is that was that? The I suddenly get too productive. I got so much done in those two days because nobody's really bugging me. So like, hopefully your bosses are listening to this. Is like give that guy a raise and send him home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send me Shit's home. gonna get done. But uh, anyway, to go back to the feminism topic, did you guys watch that video of the girl walking around through New York with the that was camera? fucking obtuse? And I picked it up right away. Yeah. I was like, "There's no, there was like all these edits." Yeah, it was horrible. Oh. But the video that came out afterward that was brilliant yeah. was the gal walking around Skyrim for ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much. Better. I want to see that now. <laughs> You don't. You're saying it was all a matter of, of clever editing to make it look like she was getting hit yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Stop guy, giving me that smile. The you guy fucking following her editing. for like five minutes. Yeah, that was psychotic. That was. I mean, I'm. You know, I. I look How at are you supposed to meet anybody if you can't say hi, hello? Oh God, man! Seriously, are you being serious right now? I you am. can't possibly. If be my serious. wife was like, have shit in a brick, but I was like. Well, if some dude doesn't say hi to you, how how is he ever going to find okay, anybody? Well, he yeah. should go to church. I was actually going to say that at one Wait, point. Wait, your wife said that? Yes. Yeah. Was she kidding or was that serious? No, she was serious. She was like, there's other outlets. You don't say hi to somebody walking There's two down places the I never wanted to meet my yeah. wife, and one of them was a church. <laughs> the other was a public. And there was really no chance of that. Public bathroom was the other one, I'm assuming? It was a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Duncan Trussell. <laughs> but no, that, that video... Um, I, I didn't see that video. You didn't see it. Well, what it was basically was a girl uh, walking around in New York. She wasn't dressed provocatively. She had like a t-shirt on. Pretty attractive, but not. Yeah. she wasn't dressed very uh, provocatively. And they, what they did was they had a guy walking ahead of her with a backpack on that had a hidden camera and was just watching her. And the number of times she got catcalled... And people said incredibly inappropriate stuff to her. Was just mm-hmm. it was kind of appalling. Yeah. I mean, and, and you watch this, and a couple times these guys would follow her, walk with her, like right next to her, and he'd you know he'd be saying, and you could tell what her basic rule was not to respond at all, just keep walking. And so this one guy kept following her, and he goes, "Hey," he goes, "Don't you want to talk to me? Don't you want to get to know me? What am I ugly? Am I too ugly for you? You don't like me? What's the deal? You know, it's like you're watching this, going, "Holy shit, this is yeah. really creepy." You it know, is. And, and you're right. People are creepy. Yeah, and they're Absolutely. all saying stuff. And there's nothing in the video. And no point is she actually physically threatened at any point. No. But at the same time, you got you. You have to look at that and say, you know, especially as you know, you we all have daughters. Mm-hmm. Imagine your daughter at that age just walking through a, a city. I can't. I, I actually started getting pissed off watching that video. I was getting really angry watching this. Yeah. I was like, what? She's just walking through the downtown area she doesn't need to be this isn't a bar this isn't a nightclub she doesn't need to be hit on there's no like i don't agree with the idea that you know how do you get to know someone no that's, that's bullshit not, that's i don't that's, that's ridiculous she's that not in a place because if you start walking. if you start talking to somebody and they don't talk to you back i think that's a pretty fucking clear sign that that's all yeah probably but, but my, that's, that shouldn't stop you from the initial she contact no, my, can no, I can no, I no, can I play no, uh, a little no. bit of realist and devil's advocate sure. for a moment? Sure. To put things into perspective, yeah. Ten year olds on the other side of the planet are forced to get married with twenty five year olds. <laughs> okay, so put up with a little fucking catcalling. Well, no, I understand cat-calling. it's inappropriate. Yeah. I understand that it's disrespectful. Yeah. I understand a lot of that. It's no, it's terrible, and I think people should stop fucking doing it. But, but to get so appalled by it, mm, there's things that are much. But when worse. you watch the video and you see the the 
the frequency that it happens to her and the amount of time. Mm-hmm. That oh it no! To her. And it's just, after a while, no it's like Jesus fucking Especially Christ, in a place guys, like New York, please. Yeah. It doesn't. It just it, after, and it's not just catcalling. There's like things where mm-hmm. it's really obvious that somebody's like trying to go a little further than that with. And her. you're not even hearing what the other females are saying about her. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, I, I, it's on both and, sides and of the talking spectrum. About, and it is. It is. And I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just as oh, appalled. Yeah, yeah. I would be just as appalled by that behavior. But maybe, absolutely. Maybe this is more yeah. a problem with certain societies, though, because it, it's a cultural thing, definitely. Sure. Because and our culture is getting better, but there is cultures out there that are not getting better. There's cultures out there that are, are victimizing women like her and women like our and, and girls like our daughters. They are victimizing these people. And I'm sorry if if I'm trying to get a little perspective on the, the worldwide thing that we call humanity. Well, you but, know what you have to do? Um, all the single moms and, and these catcalling. Don't get me wrong. What What is happening is wrong. Don't get me wrong. It is wrong. But in other places, they don't have it as good. Yeah. So, And it's one of my biggest arguments with uh, a lot of people, much like my wife or anybody, is that find the fucking good. You have some good in your life. Oh, sure. Find that. If you want to highlight some of the bad, absolutely do that and put it out there because it is bad. Yeah, do that, please, because it needs to be addressed. The one, the one thing missing Absolutely. from that, you know, the one thing missing from that video though is the fact that she knew the guy ahead of her with the backpack filming this was with her. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just thinking in terms of girls who are just walking through the city without someone in front of them, without the benefit of having uh, someone with them who are having this happen. I can't imagine how scary that would be for some girls to have, you know, people just just hitting on them at random or walking with them for uh, 5 if minutes. If they live straight. in New York, please, they're probably used to it. Well, I well, it still doesn't matter. I mean, a girls in New York might be a little a little calloused or a little hardened to this kind of stuff, but it's still they're still they don't want I mean, they don't. A lot of girls don't want that. And I was going to say at one point that if you want to play devil's advocate, you could say that there are those guys wouldn't be doing that if it didn't work. There must be girls who respond to that. One out of a hundred, it's good yeah. enough odds for most dudes. Yeah. So I, in in one no, way, that's yes, that's up. fine. Yeah. But on one the other of, hand, I don't care. That's yeah. that's ridiculous. I don't know, man. It just, I, it but it bothers, me. Mu- it bothers often, me a lot more than I thought it was going to bother that, me. That, that that said, though, yeah. if you watch the video, there's no white guys that ever hit on her ever, and and that's. Uh, I didn't catch that. No, there is never. And that was the first thing I picked on. I was like, where's she walking that there's no uh, white if there's, dudes? If there's two things you love, it's relationships and racism. <laughs> but beyond that, I guarantee you, if it, yeah. uh, the, other, the other aspect of this that nobody ever picks up on is mm-hmm. the fact that how many people is she walking up? If she's walking for eight, no, the very first thing I thought, she could walk for eight hours? She's fucking amazing. She but, must have walked a marathon. But... But, well, but that's not the point. Work. That's not the point. The, the, if you put a guy walking through town, is he going to get the same kind of treatment? I would, God, he would, the guy would pray for it, though. But okay, uh, come yeah, on. I know, I know. But it's happened but to women. I've been, used, to women. I've been used, and it was the best experience <laughs> of my life. But but the other thing was the, the sheer amount of people that she's walking by. Right, she's yeah. going to get some fucking whack jobs. In in New York City, if you walk for eight hours, how many millions of people did you walk by? Right. If you do the same thing in Custer or in Blaine, yeah. my daughter walks through Blaine. I bet she doesn't get one fucking cat call at all for eight hours. But I had an experience today, though, uh, that reminded me of one of our older. You? No, one of our awesome. <laughs> so, Good for you. I'm so violated. 
No, um, you would have today, felt so good about yourself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, check it out, ladies. I was sitting in, a, in the car with my daughter, and, the, and a guy walked by our car and was staring at her. <gasps> and to me, no, and this reminded me of our old uh, like podcast number nine or ten, the one we did in the at Maggie's with with Caleb, where we talked about this. We talked about people, and he didn't just stare at her. He was like, it was intent. It was like looking right at her as he walked by, like just right on her. And she didn't. Thankfully, she didn't seem to notice. But I, I'm looking at him, going, well, "Why is that what? thankful though? Do you do you want not not want her to have other mates? I mean, I I I, no, I bet your other no, no, son. No, no, no. And, I don't want her but, catching the guy's attention in the parking lot. The random guy walking by who's staring at her. That's not really my goal in life to to hook her up. But with every that. romantic comedy or romance movie, that's how it happens. No, this. T- <laughs> Fucking romance movies, romance. Yeah. People. How do you meet anybody? I mean, is it all online at that point though? If if you're not willing to meet somebody that that you've walked across in real life, but first just out of the suitors just must random. come to the castle <laughs> and sit for thirty two days within the castle. We should, we should do it the way the Duggars do it, where the where they court for a half a year or so, and then the 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 boy asks the father's uh, permission to, you know, that's the way it should be. <laughs> What does a boy ask for permission to, to come on her ass? <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. He's, oh, yeah, been, he's, he's been coming inside of her for the last three months at least. Can I can I squirt on her left buttocks or her right buttocks? No, you guys, you guys, you guys know who the Duggars are, yeah, right? No, no, no. Oh, I've, I've God, finally man. heard. Of, I just heard of him because Caleb posted something, and I'd never That's heard of first, that before. Yeah, the first time you heard of them, they're like yeah. this ultra religious family that they keep having children because they believe God. They, you know, well, they, they want to outpopulate the enemy. Yeah, so they've got like they've the got like nineteen kids at this point. No, they've got yeah. they had nineteen kids when I was watching. That was ten years ago. They've got like at least twenty one. Oh, I don't know. I'm not keeping up with them, but I I know that they're. It's crazy how many kids they have. You know what? You know what's funny? It's called Mormonism. You know what's funny? I have a favorite Duggar. I have a favorite Duggar. Do you know who it is? I don't know who it is actually. It's the one that's going to grow up to be the rebel who's going to write the book about what a bunch of fucking psychos these people were. <laughs> That's my favorite Duggar. Everyone, everyone likes to spout what's wrong with America, like the corporations are taking mm-hmm. over, the Republicans are this, or the liberals are that. Yeah. No, it's fucking cults like that. <laughs> you think so? It's fucking cults. Like the Duggars, or fucking Mormonism, or the Seventh-day Adventists, oh, or the God, Catholics, yeah. or whoever the fuck you want to call it. It's all fucking cults, and they're all telling people how to live their lives, yeah. and making them feel shameful for feeling something natural. Yeah. So fuck them in their fucking I'm faces. I'm kind of curious, though, where do Christians, where, where do some of these Christian groups get the idea that, that, that birth control is anti, is not a, is like God doesn't want you to use birth control? Where does that come from? I used to be religious. I know the Bible inside and out. I don't recall anything about there being no... But you don't know Catholicism inside and out, do you? But they're not Catholics. They're like... Um, Mormons. No, they're not Mormons. They're um, The Duggars are Mormons. No, they're not. No, yeah, they are. I looked it up. They're not Mormons. I can't Fuck remember you. what it is. I got, I, no, there's something else. They're, they're like, like the, one of the... Oh, some Christian denomination that's oh, one of the more hardcore... That no one cares about or ever wanted to be. That's that my prejudice jumping and out. And the, <laughs> the only reason it's a religion is because they've had enough kids and taught them that. And the kids aren't smart enough because they're so inbred. 
What's crazy? That they just follow the fucking religion. What's crazy is their kids are now doing it. Their kids are now jumping on this thing. So now mm. you're going to have a whole generation of kids. Well, come who on. Are when if out. cameras in your house all day, you get all that much attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's just weird. I don't get it. It's creepy. It's, it's extremely weird. creepy, and it needs to stop. And she won the 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 what's her name? The Duggar wife. She won like um, some sort wife. of <laughs> <laughs> the woman. Uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but she uh, she won some sort of award for their state as the like the best mom of the state for some year. And and it, it, the thing is, they they go through. They actually assign the older kids to a younger kid, and the older kid is basically like a proxy parent. What's wrong? Because with they that? don't have an. It's bullshit. Come on, you shouldn't be raised by one of your siblings. You I know? raised my two see... siblings and. Uh, I, I'm not denouncing that. I'm saying though, if you're having oh, some, no, oh, no, 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 see his feet pedaling no, backwards. No, no, no. I'm not denouncing because I know you had special, some unusual situations when you were younger, right? Huh? It was actually so? more common than you think. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, well I, I don't want you to, to to vaguely talk about whatever situation. Go ahead and say whatever special situation you think I might have. You had like a, a household, a family life that wasn't necessarily the Brady Bunch, you know, like How so? the perfect parents. I didn't have the fucking Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah, but who, who, didn't, who does? Wasn't three strangers in my house who, pretending they were my sisters? Who doesn't? <laughs> no. Who doesn't? How so? <laughs> the Marcia, thing is. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. These people are bringing their God, you're more fucking kids right. They're in. not Mormons. Yeah, I knew it, man. I looked it up because I was curious. I, I was read like, the what? article that uh, Caleb posted. So. I was like, what? What Christian denomination is it that says you can't use birth control? And um, um, I, so Catholicism, I, Independent Baptists, apparently. Well, yeah, the, I mean, it's one of the problems Mexico is Baptists. Having. Yeah, okay. It's one um, of the problems that Mexico has is is the non birth control. So you have. You have these the poor folks no. having kid after kid after kid after kid making yeah. more poor folks. The rich folks, not so Catholic, going, oh, we need to stop this. Yeah. And they can't because the government can't do anything because so, their hands are tied by the Catholic yeah. Church. Just to go back to you, I mean, were you, were you raising your siblings because your parents basically told you you had to do it and to take care of them for you? Or were yes. you just doing it out of, out, of, out of love for your because siblings? Because no one else would fucking do it. Yeah. More what Jeff said. Okay, but so it wasn't like a planned, structured sort of, you're the old one, you're going to take care of the younger like one, I'm and we're going to be, being in my family we're gonna be off. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's... it's <laughs> It's not entirely uncommon. I, I, one. No, I think I think it, I think that's different than having a structured planned. The older kids are going to raise the younger kids for mm-hmm. us, and in like a lot of religious, a lot of those sort of uh, uh, patriarchal sort of Christian viewpoints, the dad actually has very little to do with the kids. And if you look at some of those reality shows like the Duggars, and then you've also got the Mormon ones. The um, I like the that show. Polygamy. By the way. I but like watch show. the show though. He. He very rarely interacts with the kids. It's always about what the wives are. The wives are raising the kids. It's much like my household here. <laughs> but you are the wife. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's the wife. Yeah. Um, you know what I found? Uh, one thing. My uh, wife's friends. Yeah. All of her friends in Mexico married guys. Yeah. They had kids. Yeah. Their husbands have never changed a diaper. Yeah, that kind of thing. They've never, uh, they very rarely have anything to do with the kids. Yeah. Uh, they That's have like certain, like an hour a day playtime, and they oh, yeah, they rub them on the head. It's like 1953. Right. All fucking happening right now in Mexico. Right. And these mm. are not like, 
Catholics, because the Catholics at least, you know, leave their kids to the, the woman that they impregnated. Um, so <laughs> Also known as their wife. <laughs> <laughs> but not always. Uh, but it, it, these are wealthy individuals. These are people that are, uh, trust me, we're all poor folks compared to these motherfuckers. Yeah. But they still have that, that machismo attitude. Right. Right. Where but, no, that's that's the wife or the maid's job. Do you, know, I don't change a diaper. I don't deal with the kids. Do you ever I play yeah, with them that's like crazy. three days a week and then I'm done? But do you ever get credit for changing diapers? Like I know you probably change diapers. I know I change at least fifty percent of the fucking diapers. <laughs> Somebody wouldn't would argue that. I am not going to give a percentage Mike, at this time. Did you keep like a spreadsheet where you kept track of who was changing? I'm not anal as you, Yeah, that was going to be my shtick for today, but you all fucked it up by introducing yourselves. So fuck you guys. <laughs> but but seriously, you, can do it you at know, the end of the podcast, I, I don't. Get I get no credit for anything. You or I, neither one of us gets credit you for being. Who cooks most of the food in your house, Jeff? You're covering your microphone like you don't want I, this to I, be on the podcast. Not that I cook most of the food. Yeah, but I do half of it, fifty percent of the time. All so do I. I do that. And do I get any credit? That's why half of the meals are shit. No, <laughs> the other half are great because <laughs> Deanne knows how to cook, and I know how to sort of dick my way. I know how things. to fucking cook. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, no, yeah, and both of you guys are uh, right. You know what? I always give credit to not me. So, but why? <laughs> we, because I don't care, and she does, and that's yeah. that's the difference. Is that I could care less. I don't need credit. I don't need and, the and, accolades from the people in the room. I just want them to enjoy what they're eating, and maybe and that is all. That's all I need. And she needs something else. So. And and maybe that's what? a lot of my problem because I want the accolades. I, I, I want credit for changing those diapers. <laughs> I, a, a, that's I'm a, taking a page from my six year olds. I want good I want for credit for being then. involved in my children's lives. I want credit oh, for absolutely. changing the diapers. I, you you know, I want well, credit. You'll, you'll get credit for being in your children's you know, lives. The, one of the, when they grow up and go, hey, Dad, you know what? I love you. Thank you for doing all that one shit One of the best me. phone Granted, calls. Granted, they'll be like 35 and you'll be hey. on your deathbed, but well, fuck it. One of the best phone calls I had gotten recently, like in the last six months, I'd gotten a call from uh, my wife's mother. And, and she told me on the phone, she goes, Mike, you're doing, I really am envious of the job you've done raising your children. You've been a part of their lives. You've taught them to be independent. Dude, you get that from the in-laws? I got that from, from my mother-in-law. Nice. I was, I got a halo over my head today still. And anytime the wife tries to argue with me, I goes, your fucking mom told me that she envied the way I was raising my children so much better than her husband did. Because I'm a part of my ch- my children's life, but at the same time, at the same time, I know, I know very much that I should take a backseat to my wife's decisions when it comes in, to regards to the the kids. And I don't. I, when I say a backseat, I'm still in the car, right? I, like I still need, I still get to direct the car, but you know, she gets to be the front of 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 whatever direction. That she, I know you're I'm not, driving. She's in the other seat, turned around, going. Yeah, I know. I know that it's a smart idea to let her kind of direct where things are going because I, I know. That. I know that naturally, I don't give a fuck enough. Yeah, I, I give a fuck. <laughs> I, I give a fuck just enough to see to hell with mom at Seaside, see Oregon. That now. maybe she's overdoing particular things. So. You know, I, I know when to put my foot in and kind of just shove it and go, no, I think you're going a little too far to the right. Yeah, that's the smart thing. And, yeah, I did, I did, raise, I did raise my siblings. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, a very, there was very much a lack of parenting from both of my parents. So, But, you know, one thing that I've always 
Rick was trying to discuss this earlier. I think it's natural for an oldest sibling, and, and Rick doesn't have younger siblings, do you? I'm an only child. Yeah, exactly, and you do as well. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're I, I know, I, I know that both of you are unfamiliar. <laughs> Sorry, Zeke Heil. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I, Jeff tried to high five me. I thought he was raising. I know. His I hand. know that you're you're both unfamiliar with the dichotomy of having younger siblings. Oh, I know. I'm not unfamiliar. I'm very familiar because I've observed so, that. Yeah, it, I have it's too. very natural. Even with shitty, without shitty parents, like my daughter, I think she has great parents. I had shitty, shittier parents, but they were okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's very natural for the older children to raise the younger children. One one thing mm-hmm. I've made it a point to tell my daughter is, he's not. You, your brother is not your son. Let me do the parenting, please. I, I don't because I one thing I don't want to have happen is have him grow oh, up and then yeah. resent her for being well, the parent. Well, I think yeah. one thing that happens is just my own observation from growing up with siblings and this that, and the other is that first of all, generally the younger sibling looks up to the older sibling. The older sibling, the only person they have to fucking play with most of the time is that younger sibling, so they want to pull them up to their level. So it's and a, essentially they're they're trying to get a playmate. They're both trying to get playmates. Yeah. So it's a natural thing, right? It's not it's absolutely not, it's going to happen whether or not And it's proven that siblings, younger siblings of older siblings learn things faster. Yeah, that because don't, it's easier for children to learn from other children. Don't tell my daughter that my son is actually smarter than her. They're both great. <laughs> He's a wonderful little guy. They're differently intelligent. The younger that sounds like short bus material. The younger one is a little bit smarter, even though it's not evident. Uh, even though it doesn't present itself, it's always different. I think. I think. Yeah, I think. Always just different. different. That's all. Yeah. They're, 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 they but have different ways of expressing things. It's, it's very natural for the yeah, older one yeah. and the younger one to want to lead it. It has nothing to do with the parenting, even. In a scenario where I constructively make an effort to tell one not to raise the other, it's still going to happen. So I can't argue with parents that will go out of their way to let the older raise the younger because I know that even if they argued for it not to happen, it's still going to happen. Yeah. It does, and it, we we're always correcting Alex because she will take on the parent tone with Mason right in front of us. Oh hell! Like he'll no. do something, and she'll she'll go, Mason, knock it off. You know, it's like this, and we always have to look at her and go, "Don't." It's so adorable. It shut is, the fuck up, bitch. I know, I know, I know. That's what we have to always <laughs> tell her. It's like, "Don't." We'll take care of this part of it. Calm down. And it, at, on one hand, it's like you're you're a little annoyed that they did that, but on the other hand, it's like, well, we're. She's put in that position of having to watch him, like when we're not home. So, did your, did your so wife have happens. siblings? Yeah. Okay. And uh, w- one thing I've always found adorable about that yeah. is that it, your daughter's essentially still a fucking child. We're all forty. We know she's a child. She's, we know she's she's of age, Rick. She would you shut? The I have fuck? no idea what that <coughs> phrase means. <laughs> You're making me choke because that was gross. Oh, that you were the guy in the parking lot today that was staring. Yeah, he was. He was this holding fucking... up his phone, seeing if he can get a fucking chode shot. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. <laughs> oh man! Oh, dad's with her. That's sexier. Um, but no, I, 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 I now I. God damn it! I forgot what I was going to say. I need another beer. What is this um, beer, by the way, that we're drinking? This is an IRA. An IRA, Imperial India Red Ale. India Red Ale. Oh, who who makes this? Um, Seven Seas. 
Seven Seas. Ninkasi is also making an IRA. at Dawn of the Red. Mm-hmm. I had, oh, it is good. It's very yeah, good. Yes. Dawn of the Red is very good. Hmm. Um, but my point I wanted to make was yeah. that uh, she doesn't understand that she's still a child as well. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. find it kind of adorable when children try to yeah, yeah. parent other children. And really, that's all it is. Because it's really just them imitating our tone of voice. Exactly. And she's just, just imitating you yeah. and your wife. And that's, that's <laughs> all she's trying to do. She's trying to get her brother and fucking just <laughs> turn that screw. How dare you belittle him? That's my job. <laughs> You're damn right. If anybody's going to humiliate my daughter, it's going to be this motherfucker right. right here. So what do you guys think of the IRA that we're drinking? What's your, what would you rate it? You know what? I'd bomb the fuck out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if that was going to come up. <laughs> Nobody gets the IRA joke? I get it. It's, I got uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you guys got it. Yeah, where's the... I was talking to our listener in Skagit. <laughs> or Jeff Miller. Game. Or Je- hey, Jeff Miller, did oh, you get it? Game. Email us good and let game. us know if you got it. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's a movie, too. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I always do that. So what would you rate it? I give it three. I yeah, yeah three, three. I give it a two point five. It's, it's not my. It's, it's, it's not, not my thing. It's not my favorite. <laughs> it's okay. Style. You're gonna drink more of it. <laughs> gotta finish the growler, goddamn. A two is a drinkable beer. I'll have you know. It is. I. It's a. It's a beer that I wouldn't go to, but I wouldn't bitch if it was poured for me. So yeah. that's excellent. It's yeah. an excellent party beer. Like if you're the beer noob, right, and you're going to a party where there might be beer schnapps, yeah. bring this one. Boom. They're gonna go. Absolutely. Oh, this is good enough. It, Dude, good job. Kudos. They're gonna they're gonna just Speaking of beer snobs. They're just gonna just rub the hair on yeah. your head and Speaking just, of beer snobs, one of our writers at the at the Herald trashed Aslan. I, I brought think. this up last time. Oh, did, did you bring it up in the last one? Yes, I did. Okay, but I had a lot of beer in me on the last one, so I don't really remember. Much. You did have a lot of beer in you in the last I one. I listened to the first fifteen minutes of the last episode already, and it's uh kind of incoherent. Awesome. But it gets better. It gets better as it goes. <laughs> I wasn't um, trust yeah, Okay. I wasn't later. sure the last one is actually going to be publishable. Boy. I was. Yeah. I was debating it. If if we were going based on the first ten minutes of it, no. But it gets a little more coherent. Um, it starts off with what appears to be an inexplicable discussion about something being stolen from our house. <laughs> <laughs> what was stolen from your house? Well, uh, the Seaside Oregon sign that we bought. Uh, every year we buy something to throw in the kids' bathroom as kind of a keepsake. That one's been in the bathroom a while, though, right? Yeah, it was from an earlier trip. Yeah, so when you <laughs> I mean, you could tell. If, you know, I, I was I was looking at it earlier, yeah. and I was like, "This has been in the bathroom so long that it rests against the wall, and where it rests against the wall, you can see that the wood is swelling <laughs> from the water it's collected from not being well taken care of." Yeah, no, it's all right. It look at the bottom. Bad. Look at the bottom. The, the top doesn't touch, but look at the bottom where it touches. Touches oh, the yeah. wall. I mean, it's just a cheap little. It's yeah, it's, because it's like absorbing the, water. Because we it's, like the way it looks, so we yeah. got it. And so uh, during you? the recording of episode twenty three, at the end, Mike decided to walk in our bathroom and steal it as a joke. Ha ha! Caused all sort of uproar and consternation at our house. And then we, <laughs> I wrote a quick little message to Mike and Jeff saying, "This is kind of awkward, but did one of you steal something from our house?" And Mike admitted it, and it was hanging in his bathroom. So now I've got it sitting here in front of Mama. Yes, but you blame me, you fuck. It just seemed like a Jeff thing to do. It's Why like, have I ever stole anything from you, either of you? No, I, no, no. It's not the stealing part. It's the, it's the causing 
like a, a commotion kind of part I, of it. You no, know, I would do that with the okay. gob, not by stealing. I, okay, shit. Here, hold on. As soon as I heard, it I was take one offense. Of you guys, I'm oh, sorry, but I take a, offense. No, 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 don't take offense. I, I, I fucking take offense. I, when I when the thought crossed my mind that it might be one of you guys, I thought, Am this I is, fucking funny? I Am thought, I fucking funny to you? Huh? <laughs> my clown? Yeah. Do I fucking no. look like a clown over here? That's a good movie. Um, so we were. Uh, I immediately thought. I thought if one of those guys did it, this Speaking is fucking. Movie. This is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. I was trying to say a little early though. I thought it was actually a very funny idea, and I thought if one of them did it, this is hilarious. And so when Mike admitted it, I thought it was funny. If Deanne your son-in-law it, did it, you'd be pooed. Yeah, Deanne didn't think it was funny, but she eventually got her to come around to my point of view on it. She's like, "Okay, I get it, but get the damn thing back so I can put it back in the bathroom." It's so tiny. I thought it was big. I got I so too. much shit for not too. bringing it last week, but I purposely not brought no, it. No, that's funny. It was, it's fine. It was, it's it was fine. put out to bring and give back to you, and I was like, "No, they don't need it back yet. Fuck them." Yeah, no, that's fine. It, this, this is gonna I would never steal gonna, shit from someone. This is gonna create out. so much I, more drama by me a, not bringing it. Something I would do. Okay, I didn't mean it. I would offense. see. I just like, thought it was funny. Anybody, anybody who's known me for a very long time, they would have blamed that on me immediately because <laughs> obviously that's very obviously something I would do. <laughs> the first person I thought of actually. <laughs> Was it fucking Mike? <laughs> I wasn't going to call him out. I used anything, to get a, such a thrill in stealing those kind of things. <laughs> oh, God. You should be, I, I wish I could have recorded Deanne's reactions. Every time this topic came up, she would be like, what am I going to steal from their house when we're over there? And she was fixated on your wedding picture in the hallway. She was like, I'm <laughs> no, going right to steal. I'm going to steal. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, I don't think, I don't think uh, Nicole would have found it. No, it, you know what would be better? <laughs> what? If you guys brought your wedding picture <laughs> and swapped it. <laughs> and swapped it. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, that great. That'd be that awesome. That would be awesome. That See, would that's be kind very of shit funny. I would do. Yeah, okay. Okay. Gotta think about this shit more, man. But speaking of movies, <clears throat> Snowpiercer. Yeah, what did we watch? Snowpiercer. I <laughs> fucking love Snowpiercer. I did too. Uh, I, lo- I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. That's lo- lo- I was just I just somebody at work was just watching it on their uh iPizzle, iPad, whatever the fuck they had. Yeah. And uh that was freestyle rap, by the way. I still waiting for you to do it. Um, I can't free. And he I, I had get, the earbuds in. I was like, "What the fuck is he watching? That looks good." Oh wait, it's Snowpiercer. <laughs> That's a fucking good movie. Yeah. Don't even need sound, bitches. It's a Korean film. Yeah, it's not. It's based not based on a French graphic well, novel. Yeah, based I know. on a I French graphic say, novel. It's, it's funny. It's like Korean film, French French source, American and British actors mostly. I know there were some others in there. It, it mm-hmm. felt like as international a movie as you could get. I mean, and it was that's just, it was like, one of the reasons I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was really exactly cool. It was that. really hard to pin down. Like the parts where the axe scenes, I just kept looking at it, going, "Man, this has got like a really this is does not feel like an American film." And I didn't know at the time I was watching it. I thought it was an as American film. It was very much a shout out to Old Boy, I think, that scene. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just to me later on when I looked it up and I found it was like, oh shit, this is like this has contributions from all kinds all around the globe. Not really. Well To me of, I'm watching in, it as like a completely a Korean film. It, it it's a Korean film yeah. much much in line with uh the the blueberry uh Wong Kar Wei, we watched a film by him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh Chinese director directs a, a, a movie with English actors, and you get this uh, blueberry something. I can't remember what the other part beyond blueberry is. Mm-hmm. And you watch it; it's very much like this movie, where in that the actors don't seem to be giving it their full because maybe they don't have a director they necessarily understand. This movie okay. came off to me with the same kind of thing, where it's like the actors. 
don't seem to be giving it a hundred percent, or they're a hundred percent viable. Really? No, I thought they. I, I exact opposite for me. Exact let's, opposite. Let's let's uh, like cut to the chase here with this. Is is that the premise is fucking silly? Okay. Oh, but absolutely. The actors in it took it absolutely freaking serious. Mm-hmm. It's it's like when they talk about um, the Empire Strikes Back. The one of the reasons they always say Yoda was such a believable character is because Mark Hamill really bought into it in the film, and so mm-hmm. you as an audience buy into it. The actors in this film bought into the premise mm-hmm. so absolutely. well absolutely. that I just I, I didn't even question the logic of a train circling the Earth. Galaxy Express nine nine nine. What's that? I don't know what that is. No idea. Are you? Is this some sort of a, I know what a John Hughes movie from the eighties that or something that I didn't catch? <laughs> I gotta take a break. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> anyway, no, go on. No, I just you're preaching to, to me, the choir now. So to me, I, I if you want to talk about the acting, I you know yeah, I thought the it felt like the perfect. actors really believed believed it and they sold it was it funny time. because uh my wife didn't even realize that the main character was fucking captain america the whole time i didn't either <laughs> i didn't either i when i looked it up and i thought because i you know you know my feelings about captain america i hated that movie mm-hmm. and i didn't think the acting was particularly good so first that one or second one that actually i haven't seen i didn't even know there was a second one. First one i hated which one was that um well what is this maybe i saw the second one i think you saw the second one what did the first one what did i the winter soldier that's the second one <laughs> anyway moving well on. once again anyway i to me the the actors all in that movie consistently seemed absolutely convinced that they were on a train that was designed to circle the planet nonstop as a way mm-hmm. to survive this this endless winter and to, so i didn't well, i didn't even stop and question the silliness of the premise it, i go back just, to what just, i said earlier today in our messaging is is that it, it it it's not supposed to be serious science fiction it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of an action movie but it's it, it's as we, in fact our last podcast that just came out yeah we talk about um, horror movies kind of being an allegory or, or a message for something else that's happening. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, th- this, this is movie a... and many science fiction yeah, movies yeah, and many yeah. movies like this, whether it's science fiction or not, mm-hmm. are allegories. Yeah, this was no, definitely but an that's, allegory. You can't argue that, Jeff. What do you mean I can't argue with that? It is exactly what it was. No, it was, but that's what the whole entire intention of sci-fi is, is to present allegory. Usually, usually, usually. I mean, the better, the always. better, the best sci-fi no, is. The best sci-fi um, I just have one interruption here. Yeah. They're Interrupt. thinking about making 3010 a space odyssey. <sighs> Fucking Kubrick died. And so that. did Arthur C. Clarke. So we're done with that. That's exactly. over. Oh, it's Arthur C. Clarke. I see. I fucked up earlier and said it was uh, Asimov. Oh, oh, right. It's yeah. Arthur C. Yeah, Clarke yeah. that yeah, wrote I the book, not Eyes. You know what's Asimov cool about that movie? The I don't know. Foundation if, series. I know you guys are really into movies. Did you guys know that um, 2001, I have a, um, a book at home called The Lost Worlds of 2001. And it's all about the, the false starts that Arthur C. Clarke made on writing the book. Because in reality, what happened was a lot of people say, oh, Arthur C. Clarke wrote this book. Stanley Kubrick made the movie out of it. That's not actually how it worked. They got together and said, let's make the ultimate science fiction movie. And they worked together on the story. So the story is actually Stanley Kubrick and Arthur C. Clarke. I did not know that. Yeah. And so the, the story credit goes to both of them equally. And it came from That's a short why. story. I yeah. never knew why. It came from a short story that Arthur C. Clarke wrote. I thought, the I, thought, I thought Kubrick helped write the script. No, he came up. They, they worked. 
they worked tirelessly. They did lots of first, you know, they would throw out lots of ideas, reject them. So Arthur C. Clarke would start writing, you know, one or two chapters. And then they would say, nah, that's not what we want to do. Let's start over. And they would do it again. And so this was just um, Arthur C. Clarke's, uh, he wanted to publish all of these false starts. So he has, there's this book called The Lost Worlds of 2001, where it's all of that interspersed with the history of the creation of the film. Hmm. And how they how they went about doing this, and um, that sounds like a terrific book. It's awesome. I I I loved reading it. It was really fascinating to hear the creation of that story. You know the the whole movie. Amazon.com. You can find that book. Yeah. <laughs> or in my garage. One of the <laughs> this other. episode brought to you by. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to do like a whole detour here, but um, I I just found it kind of interesting that uh that that the story that's frequently credited to Arthur C. Clarke. And then it was adapted by Stanley Kubrick. That's not the case at all. It was actually they they conceived that it was as a, a co- book. collaboration. Yeah, they actually conceived it as a book movie project. They would be released simultaneously. You wouldn't get the whole story by watching the film. You wouldn't get the whole story by watching the book. You had to do both to get the whole thing. And that was the that was the idea. So there are details that are in the book that aren't in the movie. There are details in the in the movie that aren't in the book. And you have to watch and, both. And that's science fiction, right? Yeah. And there's an allegory. There is an allegory in that one, yeah. I would I would argue that any science fiction film that you've ever watched where allegory doesn't exist is probably like a space western or some other but genre. That's, that's any, anything I that's always... true science fiction is going to have allegory. It's, yeah. It's, that, oh, yeah. That's, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think almost all great movies look at uh, Wings of Desire. Yeah. but e- It's a wonderful movie and it's complete allegory. Hmm. And, and this film with with the the train, you know, it's screen. I'm, I'm going back to 1981. I think it was like 86, 87. Yeah. <laughs> He's never seen it. I haven't. I have no idea. What you're so about. the 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 snow the Snowpiercer. I I enjoyed it a lot. The the only thing that I found flat, and I I brought this up in our text conversation, was the fact that none of the characters were really well developed or likable, and and a lot of that I felt yeah. fell. Maybe in the actor's hands, but probably more so in the direction. You, you have a Korean director who probably, I, I know, English is not like a great language for him. So he's suddenly directing English-speaking actors. And, and I've seen it happen in other films, like the, the Blueberry, and I don't remember the last one. It's Blueberry something or other. That Wong Kar-wai favorite director mm-hmm. directs English actors, and, and it doesn't come across as being a really awesome movie, and it falls flat on the actors, but I blame the miscommunications probably between director and actor when there's not yeah. English language speakers. Yeah. Still a shitty movie. It's not great. And I thought maybe in watching this film uh, since character de- not necessarily character development but characterization and me falling in love with the characters was really the, the soft point because if yeah. you look at his previous film, The Host, Oh. The character development and you falling in love with the character was the huger aspect of the movie, and it was really what made it great. If you hadn't had that in the host, yeah. it would have came off very schlocky. But you you get really engaged with the characterization. God, what a great movie! Yeah. Um, so the host, the host, yeah. the host. Isn't that the? Uh, it's a Korean film. Okay, so we're not talking about the one that was the because the the woman who wrote Twilight wrote something called I think that was made into a movie called The Host. You're not we talking don't, about we that. don't talk about that. Okay, we're not talking about that. Good, you were uh, scaring we don't, me. We don't talk you were, about that. You were scaring me a little we bit. We don't there. talk about that. 
the first the first Stephanie rule, Myers can go fuck herself. The first rule the of Stephanie Myers is that you don't talk about Stephanie Myers. <laughs> exactly on the par with Jaws. So, and, and I was going to actually suggest the host as a movie to watch. I went I went through a lot of different things, and 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 it, it, the one movie I wanted to watch was uh, it. I'm a cyborg. It's okay. Or my boyfriend's a cyborg. No, I'm a cyborg. My girlfriend's a ci- my girlfriend's a cyborg. It's okay. It was another Korean film. And that was the movie I was going to go. I know, but I know Rick does not enjoy romance films at all. So oh, was, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> romance films seem to be plagued by cliches. If you can show me a romance film that doesn't have a ton of cliches in it, I'll be fine with it. Like Truly Medley Deeply. Groundhog Day is one of my favorite movies. And that mm-hmm. is arguably, you could say it's a sci-fi film. You could also say it's fantasy. No, it's but not. it's a fantasy film. It's also got the ro- a very strong romantic it's actually comedy, uh, a character-driven film. Yeah. So, so you might have you you might have enjoyed but this film. You show me Nicholas Sparks movies, I'm going to tell you to fuck yourself. That's that's how that comes. Um, I think most intelligent or and or sentient human beings would. Uh, yeah. I would say um, Shiitake Mushroom would probably love that movie. <laughs> But get, getting back to the Snowpiercer, I thought yeah. this was a great movie. I know at, at the time of release there was some, con- some controversy because it was uh, English language release was handled through the the what it the took Weinst- a while to find oh. the Weinstein yeah, brothers. They wanted yeah. to change there was a, the ending. Yeah, they wanted yeah. to change the ending and the, no, the, the edit of the film. And they they're known for doing this kind of Why, thing with Asian films. I, I read that and I wanted to know what with exactly, a lot of foreign films. What do you think? Just Asian films do you know what foreign. they wanted to change? What did they want to change about? I'm it? not sure what they wanted to change, but it was huge blow up. Which yeah. the Weinstein brothers are it's synonymous. You know, if if I'm releasing an Asian language film or a, a yeah. foreign, as Jeff would say, I don't. He, God, I don't know if I'd get involved with those guys, although they tend to like... I would say uh, yeah. uh, Asian films are foreign, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I, I'm just trying... Vaguely, vaguely Sitting foreign. here, I'm trying to think of what other a, what other foreign films the Weinsteins brothers did outside of Asia. I'm, I'm speaking of I, American I distributors can, in general. No, no, probably, no, the Weinsteins have a particular, a very particular really? problem, yes. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Uh, God, a, a, even even Kevin Smith had a problem with him, didn't he? At one yeah, point, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So uh, they're very he he's an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the Weinstein's are very uh, dominant, so I know okay, there's yeah, problems yeah. with the Snowpiercer in particular, yeah. and its release. I'm not. I didn't research it too hard to see where it would have gone or, or what the, what the edits were done in between this and the foreign version. Yeah. I enjoyed this film a lot. The the problem I the one place I felt it fell really flat was was just the actors in general and and I feel like it wasn't necessarily fucking Doctor Who was in this movie. Doctor Who was in the movie? Yeah, he was. I yep. didn't catch that. Who was that? Who? Go ahead. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> if if you had seen the the cinematic release, the last yeah. Doctor Who cinematic release before right. they when they did the movie, mm-hmm. and then this one old actor uh, Jeff's fucking leaving me hanging here. He's not going to give me the guy's name. <laughs> the newer one, the newest one, uh, the newest. You didn't see it with us. I went to see it. The, the latest one, the one that came out about no, no, the the one before that. Oh, uh, no, the, the, that, no, the five or six months ago, not the one that came out two months ago. 
No, whatever it was. I don't know. I went to see the one that came out with the dinosaur at the beginning. John no. Hurt. Okay. John Hurt. Jesus John Hurt. Christ. John Hurt. <laughs> Seriously? John Hurt played the Lost Doctor, and I know he's an awesome actor. Hmm. Absolutely. He, he, he played the Lost Doctor in the, in the Doctor Who cinema release. Oh, okay. And was in this film, okay. and I go, oh, it's Doctor. That's, that's, uh, I don't, we never even learn what Doctor number he is in the film, which is interesting. <laughs> He's the warrior. I kept looking at him going, oh, he's, he's not the, the doctor. He's the crazy guy that was no, he's leading. he's the fucking doctor. He's not. He, in the end, he's not the yeah. doctor. He's the warrior. Yeah. He's the fucking doctor. I kept looking at him and going, oh, he's the crazy guy that's leading Indiana Jones to the uh, to the crystal skull. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was in the Indiana Jones movie, the number he was? four. Yeah. John Hurt? Yeah, yeah he was yeah, the crazy no, guy who led him. I need to watch that movie again. Oh, my God. I knew something about a movie that Jeff didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a shitty movie. No, it wasn't that bad. It was all No, movie. I didn't think it was that bad either. It everyone was, it everyone was okay. fucking raped that movie just because it, it wasn't their childhood. And I'm like, yeah. no, it was perfectly good. I get I'm it. sorry. <laughs> fucking Harrison Ford was Indiana Jones. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I, I, I had people on, on some various discussion forums that I'm on saying, oh, that movie was so unrealistic. You discuss yeah. in forums? yeah. And people were saying, "Oh, it's so stupid." It's all about bicycles. It was, it was unrealistic because it was aliens and a UFO at the end. Fuck that! And my response was, "This is a movie the franchise Holy that Grail. started with God coming out of a box and melting <laughs> Nazis, and you Yay! want realism? Who doesn't want to melt Nazis? Give me a fucking break, guys! It's like pure like comic book fantasy. Goofy. Yes, I mean it's all it's that. A, it was like, exactly what it was supposed to be. Monkey brains, yeah. so much like Snow- Onumshibai, <laughs> So much like the Snowpiercer, which was based on a comic book that was yeah. influenced by an anime, Galaxy Express, right? I, I was okay with it. You know, I, I love the ending of it. I thought, you know, the, the beginning of the what? film feels very derogatory. It feels very much like it came from other acts. And you feel like the Galaxy Express coming in. And you feel like yeah. Old Boy with the scene where they're coming in through the axes, one shot, guy walking down. But by the end, by the end of the film, the last 15 minutes of it, and you get this whole entirely new story where it's allegory, of course, and you see where it's going. Mm-hmm. But. You get this scene at the end where he's talking to the train conductor, and that's really, you know, if, if that scene had not happened, I would have hated the movie. But given that scene and then knowing Korean cinema as well as I do, yeah. I, it wrapped it up quite a bit. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Snowpiercer. I think you should, I think, I think you know, people you know should what watch I was it. But, and it's sci fi. It, yeah. it is truly sci fi in that it's yeah. allegory and, and you see what's happening. It's not fucking but I wait. space We're, I western. Sci fi was only movies that predicted future technology. Mm-mm. And how humans react to it? No, this, no. We had this discussion. Listen to our previous podcasts. You guys had this <laughs> argument with me. What happens in the previous past podcast stays Westerns. in the previous podcast. Pa- past me sucks dick. I don't. Past but me sucks dick. were either of you expecting? Well. And maybe this is just me and my own uh, expectations about science fiction. Were either of you expecting to give for him to get to the last car and to find out that either Wilford is dead? Wilford Brimley, the the leader of the, the the group, was either dead or was an AI. Were either uh, of you expecting? That's what I was expecting. A- AI never crossed my mind. Dead was yeah. I was dead, cert- dead I was, was where I went. I, I was kept, certainly he was, was going to get there and he was dead. Yeah, and actually, I I think that would I would have been okay with that ending because as far as an allegory goes, you know, everybody worshiping this guy, he's leading us to you know, he's keeping us safe, and then to find out, oh, he's been no, dead and, for fifty and, years, and, and 
and that is another spoilers. Yeah. Well, that's a given. That's a given. It's a given. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly why I like the ending in that he wasn't dead. Because yeah. if he had gotten there and he was dead, I'd, you know, I'd throw it away and go, well, yeah. I, I would have been I would, sorely disappointed. I wouldn't have been disappointed, but I, I do like the fact that It'd they been opened too the door obvious. and he walked in and the guy's like cooking. And so, and it'd be very cordial. And I thought, okay, well, this movie just see. You know, I thought he was cooking the kids, and I was like, oh, he's cooking the kids. <laughs> and to me, that's where I was that. like, I even though that. he's walked through the compartment where they had all the beef <laughs> hanging, and he's still going to eat kids. That's where I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Oh god, okay. no, no, no. You were expecting the Expendables all of a sudden. At the but uh, I, I, I really like the, the ending. Comes out. I really like the ending. You mentioned the ending, and I, I was really impressed with the ending because I think one of the, um, one of my gripes about, about a lot of films that I see, especially science fiction films, is that they, it's, it's almost like you have to be spoon fed the ending, and this was like, the whole thing. It's called destroyed. American films. Yeah, it is really. I should probably. I I can't think of any examples outside of American cinema that fits that, but um, the fact that the whole thing gets destroyed and she walks out and you see the you know you see the bear the polar bear so it's like you get a little hint as to what's going to happen and then it's like that's it polar bear going to eat him well no that life is possible outside the train and so there we are that's it and that's the end of the film and so you get to decide how that how that ended how yeah. that's going to work out but, and I, I think that's really cool that takes a lot of guts to end a film like that what, say it's up to you yeah it takes a lot of guts in the United States to end yeah a film oh like yeah that. yeah but that's and, but part of me almost thought that I, I, at the, when, when the film ended that it did. Yeah, I went back to going. Is this the Wachowski? Uh, not the Wachowski, but the Weinstein brothers version? Because if this was a Korean film, it's not dramatic enough for a Korean film. Because at, at the end of a at the end of a Korean film, it's going to be melodramatic. That bear's going to fucking eat them. <laughs> bear's going to pull out a gun and start yeah. shooting. That would be you laugh, but that would be Korean cinema. Mm-hmm. I think Korean I think cinema always ends they very mellow, dramatic, and this <laughs> almost seemed too American of an ending. Mellow dramatic, yeah. not mellow. Well, technically, yeah. the ending. Well, no, actually, I read about the 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 French version was La Transpersonnage or whatever. I read about what the no, plot was, was for that, and it sounds like it was a lot different than the film. That was sort of an ongoing thing. They didn't really. You they don't really cook. end that. It's sort of an ongoing comic series. What? <laughs> they get off the train. Bears don't eat anybody. They have to live in the. Yeah. Bears don't eat anybody. They ride so the bears. Right. So that ending may have been. That ending may have been somewhat Americanized because that's not actually that didn't go according to how the comic goes. How does but, the French uh, comic end? Uh, it doesn't end. It's just an ongoing thing. It's almost like um, it reminded when I was reading about it. It reminded me of Logan's Run, the original oh. like, the series where there was really no ending. I Great mean, movie. movie. The movie Great had movie. an ending, but like if you think of the TV series, that's what I was thinking of. This no, yeah. I know, I know, it's yeah. shit. But that's what I, that's what popped into my head, which was it was taking the premise but extending it. That's a movie that could be remade really well. That's funny but because it would never what be I was what I was well that in this would country. Be, why haven't they remade that? What I was thinking they did. It's called The Island. I don't know if you saw it. It was yeah. a piece of shit. No, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What I felt like this movie was a lot of like uh, yeah. obviously inspired by Galaxy Express and but yeah. all of the things that happen within Galaxy Express tend to happen off the. Off the train, it was almost like condense everything and make it happen on the train to keep sets cheaper. Oh, 
Okay. But if well, you watch like Galaxy yeah. Express, the sequel and the TV series, a lot of the same stuff happens. It's just this this all happens on the train, so you know you can see the yeah. obvious inspiration yeah, well, from it. I I thought this movie was awesome. I'd buy it a beer. Nah, it was great. I I enjoyed it. I just you know it wasn't flawless. Mm. It wasn't as good as the host. The host was a better film. And, and, and when we were discussing it... The Host is a much better film. Before we were discussing it online, I was thinking this is almost a better movie than The Host. But as soon as we started discussing it, and you started pointing out those flaws to me, unintentionally, mind you, you were unintentionally pointing out the flaws to me and go, oh, no, The Host is better. The Host is better. Yeah, no, The Host the host is better. No, absolutely. I wanted The to- Host is nearly a flawless film. And I, 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 don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of monster movies. Huge fan of fucking monster movies. That and was a, this the, is probably hands down one of the best monster movies ever made. That was a difficult right one here. to track down, mind you, the one that you got in right. your hands. Yeah, wow. but not easy to get. I'm gonna have to track this down when I get a Blu-ray player. You'll never get a Blu-ray player because Blu-ray is dead. Blu-ray was dead before it was fucking born. Why? Why was? Why is Blu-ray dead? Because everybody watches on Netflix or torrents. No. Nobody needs a player. I've got all these Blu-rays that we never watch because we never sit in front of a TV to watch them. Um, I know we're hitting near two hours at this point, and uh, I think we'd all buy this this movie a beer. Yep. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Would. Absolutely. Yep. So would I. I don't know why I always get this record for being like, and the, the one thing, one thing that movies into, and everybody's liked my movies, except for the I'm one. I'm sorry, I have not put <laughs> my two cents into Snowpiercer yet, and I'm going to right now. Yeah. Just a quick two cents. Yeah. Just stick it in slightly. Just just the tip. Get it just wet first. Spit on it. Just the tip. <laughs> um, what what I love about this movie is is that it's unapologetic. It's exactly what it needs to be, and it's yeah. exactly what it re- represents. There's no lies. There's no sneaking. There's no there's no trying to be something that you're not it's exactly what it needs to be and it's awesome it's everything that i hated about district nine i loved about this movie and the two for some reason to me resonated those two movies resonated to me (laughs) together because district nine was such a good movie that was a piece of shit and this was a piece of shit that was made into a good movie, and that's that's kind of how I feel about these two movies. You, I wish you'd put that in the. the you mentioned in, in our exchange on online. You you'd mentioned District Nine. I went, where's the connection? But now that you say it, yeah, the, the, they're both the, ludicrous allegories of real life. Yeah, yeah, but District Nine comes off as being a piece of shit. First of all, way more incredibly pretentious, <laughs> ridiculously acted, mm-hmm. and a piss poor script. It was essentially the script to E.T. put in South Africa with racism. But I liked it. When it, it E.T.'s cool. allegory was all about youth and believing in the unbelievable. Hmm. You hmm. know, and imagination. I always thought he was an allegory for Jesus. I didn't he, like no, that. Fuck he that guy. Here, he comes here. He teaches us new things. He heals us. He dies. He comes back to life. He ascends to the heavens. And the follow-up was worse. What was the follow-up? You're a bad person. Jeff's looking at me like I'm You're a bad person. (laughs) I'm not looking at you. I'm talking. You're a bad person. (laughs) The follow-up to District 9, that movie was fucking horrible. No, Elysium, I thought it was a better movie. (laughs) Wow. But that's coming from a point where... That's coming from my point of view about District 9. People were expecting District 9 
they 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 got District Nine in such a way it was like this most moving, incredible film, and that was so awesome. Yeah, and really, it was the last twenty minutes of the film that were fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong, District so Nine. So much better than the Battle last Law. twenty minutes of District Nine mm-hmm. are so much better than every single one of the new Star Wars films. Well, you guys have or me Battle convinced. Los Angeles. You guys that, have me. Oh my god! Your direct comparison: those two movies parallel each other. Battle Los Angeles. Really? And District no. Nine. Yeah. Battle Los Angeles is a jerk off film to the U.S. Army. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to masturbate to soldiers, either watch a Michael Bay film. Or Battle L.A. <laughs> and District 9 is a fucking jerk-off film to the anti-gun freaks. I have never seen either of these films. Well, so I'm, I'm an anti-gun freak, I guess, because yeah. I could give a shit less about guns. How many guns you got in this house? Zero. It's only because it's a hobby I can't afford. I'd rather put it in my car or my kids. Or play Ooh, video I want to see a gun rack in the back of your car. I went be, to the, that would be awesome. I went to the UPS uh, outlet here a couple weeks ago, the one by the airport, to pick up, or yeah. not a couple weeks ago, a couple of years ago, to pick up a package. <laughs> there was a guy. <laughs> You're a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> Hello. What was this package's name? Was he? No, I don't remember what, what I was going there to pick up, but there was a guy. John, I feel Kevin. like a package. There was a guy there talking Aloysius. about shipping his, like, 300 and something guns from where he used to live to Washington State and all the problems that that entails. And I'm like, what Aww. the fuck do you have 300 fucking guns for? I'm just like, what? Well, if he's a collector, I, I could understand if he collects guns. I don't, it's like really? people who collect cars. I would rather have people collect guns than cars because cars cost Why? hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, but cars Guns are, cost maybe $1,000. Yeah, but cars are kind of cool. I mean, you have a car show Cars are not gun cool. Show. Cars are the most ridiculous piece. It's like golf courses. No. Yeah, yeah. Cars are the golf no, no, courses no, 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 of fucking... No, no. Cars are... Cars are you, you know what? Show, a really it, good car show is fun to walk around it, and look at, look at. No, it's not. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's America. You get to have your opinion about America. how many guns America. somebody should collect, America. but somebody should get to collect as many guns as they want. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems kind of... Yeah, but they don't get bullets. That's the difference in my America. <laughs> right. You don't get fucking bullets. You can have all the guns you want. You don't get any fucking bullets. No. Outlaw bullets, legalize guns. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Not, I, actually, that was one of the Chris Rock things that I liked. I think it was Chris Rock. It was like, make every bullet $3,000. You have to fucking take out a loan to get one fucking bullet. Well, if you a, really want to kill somebody, you got to go in debt. Yeah, that's the Patton Oswalt <laughs> thing about it. You can drive a Hummer if you want. You just have to go over to Iraq to get the gas for it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Fuck those. I looked at the stuff. miles per gallon on Humbers recently in Raptors. Yeah. I was thinking about getting yeah. one or the other. Yeah. You, no, what you, is a you, raptor? Aside from a bird like or a, a uh, ancient dinosaur. It's a, it's a very nice pickup truck. It is designed is it for it? Oh. It's designed for running the Baja race if you, on the Baja. If you, sir, get a truck, I expect the rebel flag to be in the back of that truck. <laughs> It might be. I'm a big fan of the general. I know. You're a big fan of racism, so yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Okay. On that note, but when you're talking our... ten, eight to twelve g- g- gallons per mile, you might as well live in fucking Iraq. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, you're f- kidding. Both of them. I was like, I can't afford either one of those. I can afford to buy them. I can't afford to fuel them. Holy shit! We have. There's a couple people in our neighborhood that have them, and I ten miles per gallon. Twelve. Uh, on highway. Uh, that hardly matters. I mean, <laughs> on 10, highway. 12, what's the fucking difference? That was expected in 1971. Holy shit, man. That's insane. Yeah. The the Raptor and the Hummer were about the same. Yeah. 
Wow. I couldn't. I, I could it's afford to buy them. I couldn't afford to keep them on the road. You know yeah. what those are? Yeah. No you kidding. know what those kind of cars are? They're horribly expensive Burberry purses. Yes, <laughs> that's all they are. It's a fucking purse. It's a man purse. Uh, is the, all it is. It's the, like, look at how small the, my cock is. The devil drives a, har- a Hummer. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. You think the devil has much more self-respect? Than no, that. no, I'm making a film reference. All right, film novel reference. The devil drives a Hummer. Never mind. Anyway, no. Explain. On. Explain. <laughs> explain to me. I You're saying they're right. like they're like a status symbol type things, right? That's exactly what they are. Devil yeah. wears Prada. Devil wears Prada. Wow, that's a fucking stretch in that. <laughs> hey, that was your joke. Y'all got to find new shtick. This has been Bear Plus 3, and this, this is has Mike been. This signing has been out. Bear Plus 3. Oh, no, this is where Jeff finally gets to give us our uh, tell us what we are. <laughs> Who am I? You're a fucking cocksucker. He's I'm a genius. cocksucker, and he's a genius. Gen- yeah. Together, we're a genius cocksucker. <laughs> Which is the best kind of person Dude, there is. Dude, you guys swallow? <laughs> I know absolutely. After this podcast. No, no, we're genius cocksucker. We make you think we swallowed, but we really didn't. don't keep secrets. <laughs> we spit when you're not looking. Anyway, Let's this is so. Beer Plus Three. This is Beer Plus Three, and you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and all of those other fine, fine podcastery places on the internet. <laughs> Good night, Jeff. And, uh, and Jeff. I'm claiming right now because it's my movie, motherfucker. The next movie is called Underground. Underground? Sounds intriguing. I'll let y'all know about it later. Okay. Have a good night, folks. Bye-bye. Well, that was a great episode, full of wacky fun and zany hijinks, and loaded with winning moments. Mike, tell our lucky listeners what they won. But they were bought, and I think it was by (laughs) Anheuser-Busch. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night. and me whining about movies that are, are dumb. <laughs> I spent the week watching dumb movies and I kind of enjoyed it. It's so. a great experience. I love watching stupid fucking movies. It's, it's the way to go. Yeah, I really... It, I just finished listening to our podcast like two hours ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I was been so, I've just been busy at work and shit and I haven't had a lot of time. But uh, it's okay. I'm I'm a I'm a dick, and I apologize to both of you for being a fucking douche canoe. I, I thought that was I, one of our, I thought that was like our best episode. I, was, I, I laughed I, the whole way through. I don't know what it is. The last five or six episodes that we've recorded, I've come away from them thinking, "Wow, we really kind of fucked that up." It just didn't seem. And then I listen yeah. to it later, and I think, "Fuck, this is hilarious." What was I thinking? I don't know what it is. And while we're doing it, I keep thinking it's not very good, and then I hear. But this last one, the one that we it just was posted, really good. I liked it. I laughed. Constantly, and it was engaging. I know too. you were especially hilarious. By the way, I want to—I just want to point that out. I just—I didn't even make myself laugh. It was him the whole fucking time. I just died. And then by the end of it, I was like, I let myself drive home after that because I sound so drunk by the end. I'm like, oh. yeah, I was like slurring my words. I was like, oh, jeez. I thought you just had to shit. Oh, man. <laughs>
no crapping and driving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just threatened to do that. So I was on the phone with my wife. <laughs> crapping and driving? Mm-hmm. Threatened to do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, Maybe she we said sh- she was doing something, and I was like, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm taking a shit. Aren't you driving? <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, I, I decided against the pooping in the car. Give yeah. in to the temptation. Yeah. I, I think that would be a good invention, like a little, oh, oh, that would be, oh, million dollar idea right here, right now. Million dollar idea. I'm yeah. ready to invest, sir. Bucket seats in the car, already perfect, pretty good invention, right? <laughs> now, you have a button in the car that just opens up one of those, like, in the plane where they go, and just suck it right out. <laughs> just... All you have to do is just pull down your pants a little bit, and boom, just sucks it right out. Maybe have some sort of little wiping mechanism down there too, and it just there you go. You see, you can I, put wet wipes in there. Just have to put you just have to put your cartridge of wet wipes. European version that's got the little sprayer. Ooh, a bidet. Yeah, there you go. That would cost a little extra. That's in like a really fancy the, Lexus or something. Yeah. But you know, the Japanese and the Koreans will have that as standard equipment. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Every respectable. I like the luxury does. car that lets you shit with a with a little mist at the end, you know. And you know, of course, and it has to be scented. It like scents the seat just out of the sides. Some scent comes out. Like, would you like pine or fresh breeze? This should be on the podcast. We should start. Oh, okay. It will be. Wink, wink. wink. There was a sushi place in Seattle that had the Japanese toilets, and it had yeah. the it had the bidet in it, the warmer, the blower. It had. You know, oh, nice. That must cost a pretty penny yeah. to bring it over. Probably. But the sushi was really good, too. So I, I don't know if they're still there or not, but uh, it was... I hope it, so, because now I want to go there. Yeah. I want the authentic <laughs> Japanese experience. Did they have the urinals that was a video game? Because I really want that. They didn't. They didn't have that, but that did look like fun. You know. I, I know. Like God, I thought. I was. I thought. If I ever build a house, I'm fucking getting that shit because mm-hmm. that's awesome. And to bring it back to the airplane, you know, the problem with that is it might be fine for both of you guys, but my nuts hang so low. I'm yeah, just afraid yeah. the, the the vacuum would just get them. I'd be afraid. Well, I think you just need the cup attachment. <laughs> you just need the cup or the sling. It could be a, like a sling, right? Just to hold the nuts while yeah. I do the flush. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I see you coming out of the door, and people are like, "Why is that guy on a leash? What's the deal? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to detach myself. Oh, dang it! I'm always doing. He's trying to walk away from the car. <laughs> Whoa. I'm pumping gas and it's tugging me from behind. <laughs> He's like foghorn leghorn. He gets to the end of it. Whoa. <laughs> I need a beer. He needs so a beer. What should I open? Should I open the Giants? What is this we're drinking Wasteland? right now? That is the Schoolhouse Rude oh. IPA. That's okay. a really, really good. I, oh, it's an Imperial. Yeah, that's okay. a really good Imperial. It's, yeah, I like it. awesome beer. it's not overly Look sweet. They wrote on top of them. Uh, you, not only did they write, they put a sticker on top, which was you know another Ooh, another stickers. benefit of uh, the Cook Road. Uh, it's not a brewery or a pub. yeah. Let's open that Cook Road. No, I'm not saving nothing. I'm not saving nothing. Cook Road. Where where are you talking about? What uh, Cook Road. Uh, you know, if you'll do the beer menus, like I do the beer menus yeah. every week, and, and Cook the Cook Road Chevro- Shell always comes up. It's a gas station. Cook yeah. Road. Um, yeah. You know, if you ever go into Cedro Woolly, it's the Cedro Woolly exit. Skid Road and Woolly. And they're always oh, in beer that, menus, oh, and they've okay, got a ton of taps. And I'm always like, you know, I just happen to be in the area, so I thought I'd cool. stop in there and see what they got. Which is funny, because I, like, I was telling Jeff, I'm I'm at that gas station every week pumping gas when I go see my mom. It's where I stop. Yeah. And I just never got beer there. And I'm, I'm like, walk in, and I was like, oh, can I get growlers filled here? Are you guys mm. are on beer menus? And suddenly I look around, I had never noticed that many times I'd been in there to use the can, that they've got like <clears> ten coolers of beer. <laughs> 
and 20 taps. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, well, I'm going to check that out next time. I was just in schedule. Yeah. Anyway, let's start this podcast, yep, shall we? Let's do it.